0: I will remind everyone to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list, Walter, and uh, and Stomp, uh, and Stomp. You can go over there too, sign up for the email list. Um, you know, Lola puts a whole bunch of different uh, links to deals and all that kind of stuff up there. She also puts out a newsletter by email. Uh, I know she's got one of those going out tonight. You can also, if you look around the site, you will see we've got patches up there. You guys can get our patches and help support the channel. Um, We will get some new patches once we uh, get these sold off, and then you guys won't see these anymore. So they're EXCLUSIVES! They'll be collector's items, and if you get them right now, Lola's sending out Gunvolt stickers with uh, all the patches that get sold. So there you go. Uh, Big shout out to Harry's Holsters for supporting the show here. If you use the code, Hank Strange, you get 10% off at Harry's Holsters. Uh, They've got some new competition holsters that are out there as well. Shout out to Harrison um, and all those folks. And and, uh, as I usually do, I will ask everyone out there to please smash the thumbs ups as you guys are coming in here. Smash those thumbs ups. That helps uh, to like boost us up in the algorithm, which has been uh, suppressing us here of late. So smash those. Share if you can. We appreciate all that stuff. All right, so let me uh, press the button and get the show going here. Welcome
1: back the hank strange situation make sure you subscribe thumbs
0: up ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live okay we got stomping new customs we got walter from safety there he goes ring the bell walter ring the bell all right let's see those jazz hands people come on let's see the jazz hands going out there shout out to everyone who's joining us yes thank you for the for the for those jazz hands i hope you guys have your big girl panties on it's gonna be an awesome fun show tonight. and like I said before, our uh, special guest is stomping you stomping hey you good. customs is joining us here. Uh, shout out to you man. how you been doing? It's been a little while
2: dude, I've been doing really good, man real good. We uh, moved to Texas about a year ago and uh, Texas is uh, really good for uh, having your freedoms and uh, selling some knives and having a good time and uh, I found a home range about 20 minutes from my house, and they have targets out to 300 yards with lights on them. And i just been getting crazy this year, up until the, uh, you know, the problem.
0: hmm Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and I noticed that you've also been losing uh, losing a ton of weight. You're out there working out all the time, man. You're getting skinny. Look.
2: Uh, um, dude, I I think I, I, we never talked about it in the past, but. Fifteen years ago, I was about 600 pounds, and I lost about 100 pounds then. And then over the years, I've lost about 50. And then my mom died two Septembers ago. And Sorry for some reason, I've been doing keto for like three years mm-hmm. and been taking off on the weekends and eating carbs. And then when my mom died, I just took keto really serious. And then I started intermittent fasting. And that's turned into um, – where basically I eat for like two hours a day, all meat and eggs, and I work out probably at least a half hour to several hours a day. Depends on if my bikes are there or not. And I'm down I started at four forty four and I'm down to one eighty four today or two eighty four today. Wow. And I'm two years ago in September. So four forty four in September, two years ago and, and two eighty four today. Awesome. No surgery and just a lot of miles and a lot of hiking, a lot of hiking.
0: Yeah, that's good work, man. Congratulations to you on that. You know, I know that's not it's not an easy thing to keep up with. I see you out there posting stuff with your bike. Sometimes uh, I think with your dog. Do you have just one dog or more? I'm trying to remember. Big monster dogs. Yeah. One's name
2: and he's real sweet and he's been real sick this year and we get we're getting him back and he hasn't been able to hike as much, but the real big dog is Moose. And he's a 155-pound Rottweiler Mastiff that we have, <laughs>
1: we
2: have here at the compound. And he's he's, he's a pretty pretty legit dog and uh, yeah. keeps everything pretty legit. And
0: uh, mm-hmm. we like him a lot. Yeah, awesome, very cool. Okay, we're gonna get into that and lots more. I see people already have uh, questions, which we'll get into uh, some questions that people have going on. Let's welcome Walter back to the show. Walter, what's up? How you doing, sir? I'm
3: doing all right.
0: How's I'm everything going? Right. How's the shop today? shop today is uh busy 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 busy. okay good good so um you you making mini bikes or making guns or both i'm i'm making guns okay (laughs) (laughs) oh i did ride i i I
3: Mm -hmm. did i did a quick repair on one of the mini bikes late in the afternoon oh okay uh, and i and i rode it again oh okay the recoil, the recoil starter cord broke, so I had
0: to fix that. Oh, okay. But, um, All right, nice. Yeah. Right. Did you throw up some video somewhere? Maybe we'll take a uh, look at that. I threw up a little
3: video that. of the of the mini bike family, actually.
0: Okay. All four of them
3: that I have that are running right now. So. Oh.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll we'll check that out here a little bit later. That's on IG. That's on Instagram. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You guys go over to uh, Dirtfoot Racing on uh, Instagram. Yep. And, and you can follow. see the family. Yes, yep. absolutely. Uh, Stomp. I think you're on Instagram also.
2: Yeah, Stomping You Customs, uh, and then uh, on Facebook, I'm under Stomping You Customs, and my main one is Stomping You. If you just put Stomp and then N U for last name, you'll find it, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pretty easy to find.
0: Yeah. Um, so if if uh, I'm showing the uh, I'm showing Instagram right now, Walter's uh, video comes up here first. So you guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna smash uh, some love, smash some love right there, and Walter, that looks pretty cool. Walter, yeah. I'm gonna take. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I like the purple one, but uh, purple haze. Was... Purple haze. Purple haze. Yeah, purple yeah. Haze, yeah maybe. Uh, Walter. Uh, no, actually, no, like... the, the one the one that looks like a cafe racer. I'm gonna go. I'm all about that, Walt. And oh, then the, stomping you. The... Yeah, I have my
2: my bike is named purple uh, purple rain. It's a it's a yeah. purple fat.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there you go, stomping you. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm not even in my regular thing, so let me, hold on, I, I, I had my, uh, that was my Stranger Palooza, so I just followed you from Stranger Palooza there, stop, oh, right. and then I'm going to go to Hank Strange, I, I'm pretty sure I'm following you from Hank Strange, so that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah,
2: he, that bike up right there.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see, there we go, alright, let's see, it's loading up here, uh, <laughs> yep, yep following you. Okay, I was like, why? How come I'm unfollowed from you? But that's because I was at the Stranger Palooza thing. So there you go. So Stomping You's out there. Walter's out there. There you go. Uh, I see you got a backpack. You put up something from a backpack today. I see the bike up there. There you go. All right. So listen. Oh, knives are coming out already. These guys are not even waiting on the knives. So there's a bunch of questions. People are asking about your tactical overalls. Like if that's actually uh if that's actually a carrier that you're wearing or is that tactical overalls? What's going on? Is that the leather piece right here? Okay. A guy I, I think it's his tactical leader hosing. That's what it is. <laughs> <A> Leaderhosen. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, that's, that's cool. By a guy called B. Davernoff and it's leather.
1: Hmm. Oh
2: wow. And he, makes these just for AK products. He's really kind of exclusive. I don't even cover them in the store, but I told him I'd be talking about them tonight. It's just so neat. Yeah, that's <laughs> so cool. put my uh can you put a knife in here for me.
0: Oh okay. Let's, let me get that seated so I'm not in the light.
1: Yeah.
2: But got a knife in here that uh, I carry everywhere and I I'm taking a class this year with Travis Haley and I want him to be able to film it. So I had a little cell phone holder put in here, and it, I can put mags there too if I want, but it just holds two mags.
0: Yeah, right where the cell phone holder is, that looks like some kind of bikini or uh, g-string or something right there. <laughs> Dude, he takes, is that just me? <laughs> you
2: know the, uh, you know the, um, you know the baklava, you wear.
0: Uh huh.
2: He incorporates them into the leather.
0: Oh, okay. So that's what we're looking at. Okay. It's like one of them head scarves. Oh, interesting. Okay, very cool. Yeah, that's a nice setup. So just, just um, just for the folks out there who are interested in that, can people actually order that from somewhere? You can't
2: order it. I'm gonna be selling them one day. I hope, but you can get them on Instagram under by B Y dot Davrenov. Okay. B A. R O N O. V. He's just an amazing maker out of uh, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Brooklyn, he puts his patch on here like this. Mm-hmm. So just a handmade. Let me see if I can get that up there. And that's upside down, but it says his name and what, what okay. date it was. These are totally handmade. Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's what we try to find here at the store. Even though I don't, even though I can't sell him, he's a one man operation. I'm definitely going to promote him because when he when he gets big enough that I can sell him, then I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. just try to promote. People as I can and bring mm-hmm. customs to as many people as I can. And if I catch a sale, awesome. And if I promote somebody, I'm promoting customers. oh
0: Yeah, it's good. Good for me. Okay. Train says, "Looks like you're a member of the AK operators union."
2: Yeah, dude. I fucking dude, I listen to that dude all the time. Yeah, man. I got a bunch a
0: uh, bunch of kind of
2: like um, I, I run AKs and that's about it. Uh,
0: okay. Let's see. Okay. Oh, you're an AK guy. Okay. I I I have a Krebs right behind me. I mean, you want me to go on on no, my can? No, 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 no. We can't uh no, let's not do that.
2: <laughs> my bad. I ain't going
0: to yeah. touch them. Yeah. Yeah, don't uh, definitely don't do that. But yeah, we'll show them. We could show them. They're on the wall there. Don't mess around with them.
2: No, no, I'm not going to touch. Yeah. I'm
0: show. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah nice collection that you got there.
2: Yeah, your, I I yeah. Uh, I appreciate
0: I've been collecting AKs since 94, 95. Wow, okay. It's 95, okay. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's any other... Um, uh, Gorillas and Guns says he just enrolled in gunsmithing school. Congratulations to him. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, and uh, lots of people mm-hmm. congratulating you on the weight loss. Uh, Hussein says tactical overalls for the win. <laughs> so there you go. Um... And then as people say like smash those thumbs and all that kind of stuff. As everyone's coming in here, please just smash the thumbs ups. Let's get those going. Um, obviously, we're going to be talking about a lot of knives, Walter. I know you got knives already. Should we? Should we get? Okay, let's. Okay, you want to? Let's do a knife thing, Walt. What do you got? What do you got over there? Oh well. Show us what you got.
3: You know, I I don't. You know, one of those things. Knives are kind of. I don't really consider myself a knife collector. hmm I mean, I like, but then again, I have a whole bunch. It's so like mm-hmm. I mean it's like you know I like bayonets I love bayonets you know because I like rifles and military rifles so
0: mm-hmm.
3: I end up with bayonets and then I end up I see oh look for some reason I have an addiction for cookery so yeah kookeries are awesome uh, man yeah, and I can't pass up a nice kookery. so mm-hmm. matter of fact I got I've got a one coming from Nepal that I ordered actually yeah uh,
0: I'm uh, I know that I would like to I would like you to make a special stipulation in your will that I get all the cookeries.
3: You get all the kookeries. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah, I mean, I I, I just have uh, I just I don't know what it is.
0: I, I just they're, know they're, they're just they're badass. badass. They're badass, man. Yeah, they're badass battle knights. Yeah. So, or yeah. or maybe, Walter, this is a possibility, maybe in another life you were one of the Kukuri dudes. Uh, what are those guys again? Uh, a <laughs> uh, uh, Gurkha? The Gurkhas, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be, that's a stretch, man, all the way in the pole. You, know, like, you might have. I don't know it's what It's possible. <laughs> Who knows? anything's possible. Uh. Yeah. Um, by the way, let me, let me just stop here, everything here for a second because I promised this guy I was going to shout him out. So Steve Dave... Steve Dave is not feeling so good, and uh, earlier on he was telling me, "Hey, you know, if you can," uh, he says. Here, I'll throw it up. What he said, he says, uh, uh, "If you, I need a big shout out at the beginning of the show today. It'll make me feel better. Just got out of the hospital, but I'll be okay, and I'm here for the show. So, big, big shout out, everyone! Shout out, Steve Dave! Yay, Steve! Yay!" Steve. <laughs> Yay! yeah i'll have a diet coke for you there
3: steve i had a there beer earlier oh, but wow. i'll have a
0: diet coke it's for diet you. cokes all around wait it's so walt has diet coke what do you have Stop. <laughs> diet coke also probably but, oh diet dr pepper uh, diet dr
3: pepper's good too i yeah. like that too i've
0: got a canada dry here because i don't there believe in, i don't believe in diet anything but yeah you don't do the canada diet dr., stuff, canada no. dry and i got water Oh, there you go! Yep. Nice big bottle of water. Yeah, you know, you, okay. Yours is bigger than mine, but yeah. Uh, oh. you know, in other, in that thing, in that thing, I'll give it to you. That <laughs> thing. I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh boy! Innuendo starting already. So yeah, Walter likes yeah. the kookeries. Uh So what about what's your kind of blade there, Stomp? Uh, are you a big uh, kookery dude? This is my this
2: is my favorite knife that I own. This is a handmade knife by uh, Jeremy. Uh, Boulder, uh from Valerian knives, and it's a Bowie, and it's uh, kind of a narrow one, but it's a fighter. But I love Bowies, man. I'm a Bowie guy. Mm-hmm.
1: These are all I,
2: my, I do. I, these are all my personal knives right here.
3: Wow, cool. I do look. To, I do like the Bowie style knives too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. favorite. This is Americana right here. Yeah, yep Yep. This is by Art Maldonado right here. He's out of Palm Harbor, Florida.
0: Oh okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. He did my. That's a this, knife.
2: This style of sheath is the style of sheath I run. Mm-hmm. And these are designed to go tuck into your pants and hide. And this is how everyone used to run a run a knife back in the eighteen hundreds. You see that?
0: Oh, with the little. Yeah. What is that? Is that like a little tooth or something that's holding it? A frog. Oh okay.
2: Hold your, it holds onto your pants. What is it called? This, a Frog. A frog. Uh, this is an elephant sheath, elephant hide with one of the frogs.
1: Huh. Okay. Oh. So, That's I like this.
2: This is what I carry, and then if you have a problem, you know, you just pull out a big old Bowie knife. Mm-hmm. No one sees. It. And this is how everybody carried it in the 1800s. This was normal. Then oh. you just put your. If you don't, if you want to hide it, you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. put your shirt up. Go to oh,
1: dinner.
2: Okay. I can sit down like this and have, I can have a conversation, run, get up, do anything I want, you know? Okay. Got a whole bunch of heat well. on me. All. So this is how I carry, this is what I carry all the
0: time. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's cool. Now I've learned something, I've learned something, Walt, about the, I didn't know about the frog. I didn't know about the frog thing. <laughs> it's frog, right? Because I know you, you're going in and out a little bit on the audio. You said that's a yeah. frog.
2: Yeah, I believe it's called a frog, Hank. I'm not an expert either, but I, I do believe okay. that's what. Yeah. I have I have him on all my carry knives. This is one of my carry knives.
0: Cool. Okay. Nice.
2: This is my take on self defense, right? My take is if someone comes up on me, I mean, I, I got ten inches of heat, no matter what. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> <laughs> Double entendre. <laughs>
2: Well,
1: there you go.
0: Yeah. Size 16 too. too so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. Listen. Let me show this real quick because I know you guys are showing your um, what you have there. And uh, Edward Andrews sent me this. He sent me a picture of his knife setup to share with everyone. It says Dad's tools do not touch. Hmm. And these are some cool knives he's got here. Um, nice. A nice dagger there. Like uh, uh, k bar as well. Some cool stuff from him. There you go. Oh, wait, he's sending me something else. Let's see what's the other one that came in here. And uh, this is a, yeah, this dagger actually is pretty cool. Yeah. I forgot what these style of daggers are called. Um, That's a karambit on the left. Yeah. Yeah, so this yep. is like, so this is a karambit
2: right here. The uh, Damascus on the left, there's a karambit. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very cool. Okay, um, so let's see here. What's going on?
2: Yeah, we got some handmade karambits if you want to see them. I got pretty much all those type of knives except the kukri. I sold a kukri a little while ago.
0: Mm-hmm. So Dez Seventh Ave says, "Hank, uh, say kukri five times fast. Technically, kukris are machetes and not knives. The more you know." Okay, so they're machetes and that knives. So let's see. Cookery, 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 cookery. Well, it's not that hard. Cookery, 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 cookery. We <laughs> say five times fast, what happened? I don't know. Or 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 two, or yeah, I don't know. cookery monster <laughs> shows up somewhere. Cookery monster, yeah. Cookery, cookery. Yeah. Guys
2: make... kukery, kukery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guys who make those knives, Walter, are just unbelievable the way they make them and the conditions they make them in and the price. Oh, just... yeah, yeah. You know, you're paying almost uh, half half of it just for shipping, so it's um it's just an amazing deal. And they try to find the best uh, the best steel they can. Some some companies are known for using Mercedes-Benz leaf springs, and they're just really good high carbon steel.
0: Hmm. Huh. Okay. That's where cool. are they getting the Mercedes uh Where are they getting the Mercedes-Benz uh, leaf springs from these days? Just old Mercedes-Benz at the junkyard?
2: Absolutely, they're they, absolutely. They source the steel from oh, wow. every place. They try to get the best they can. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine named Hertig Blacksmith mm-hmm. in Africa, and all he does is pull the struts out of there's whole entire markets in Africa mm-hmm. that are designed for car parts that come from our cars.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
2: goes, he goes into a bin of struts that's the size of my store, mm-hmm. and he finds the struts that he wants with the best steel, mm-hmm. and that's how he makes all his crowbars. And I'm friends with this guy on uh, Instagram and YouTube, a, a Hectic uh, Hectic uh, Forge, H-E-R-T-I-C Forge, mm-hmm. He's 26. I've actually gotten him a passport, and we're working on bringing him over here and uh, mm-hmm. working <laughs> working with the guys in Texas here. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys can build things out of nothing, right? We our makers here in America have like seven by two by seventy-two grinders and all this. Really, kind of like what we consider normal tools, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, My boy in Africa just got power set up for the first time in the shop that he made by hand, where he built the bricks from scratch.
0: What part, uh, what country is he in in Africa? Ghana. Oh, he's Ghanaian. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah, I talk to him every day. I've been talking here. First, I thought I was getting ripped off.
0: Right. And then we just no, that would cons- be if you were talking to someone in Nigeria though then. Ghanaians are okay. They're not, you know they're not a, you know, they're not very uh rip off y, you know.
2: It's 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 so crazy how appreciative he is of mm-hmm. just my time, let alone um just knowing somebody that talks about the American dream. I mean he's just so excited about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Lola is from Ghana. I not so, know that. Yeah, Lola's from Ghana. So I need to check that out. Like, send me some kind of link or something to that so I can see what kind of stuff. And he's making knives or, cro- what did you say, crowbars?
2: He makes crowbars and stuff like that. He makes forks, and uh, I, I've got some pry uh, bars. I, I showed him the market here for pry bars, mm-hmm. and I had him the tiny crowbars, about six inches. And uh, huh. he... he it, so I, lots I, of I, dudes
0: I, are walking around with crowbars, I guess. That's part of some people's kit. Crowbars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we
2: have okay.
0: Tiny what, bro- what is this guy's... What's this guy's Um, IG? We're going to have to go look at this now. What's uh, his IG? What's it called?
2: I have him on Facebook, I think. But he might be on Instagram. Hurtick Blacksmith. H-E-R-T-I-C Blacksmith.
0: Hertic Blacksmith.
2: Okay, hold on he's definitely on
0: blacksmithing is his name Isaac Aguiar yep. Aguiar okay my um, oh boy yeah hold on I'll show I'll show his uh, I'll show his Instagram right here and I'll follow him boom so let me see yeah, he- I'm looking for I want to see where the um, I want to see some crowbars
1: <laughs> I want to see exactly what
0: crowbar. kind of crowbars he's making here Oh, so these are little pockets these are little pocket crowbars or uh, openers. I like that yeah, skull opener that he's looking at right there. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, working together for a year. I bring his stuff over and sell it when I can. That's and cool. uh, and uh, he, he makes some really cool
1: stuff this, and, and
0: this looks like uh so looking at this, this looks like uh those knives that the guys make out of railway uh the the pins for railway ties. Yeah, the railroad, railroad spikes. Ties. Yeah, yeah, the spikes, those, yeah.
2: Those aren't really the best knives. They can't be heat-treated correctly. You okay. can't get
0: a good... Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. So you're selling um, stuff from this guy? You're bringing it over, or you're working on that? What's the deal with that?
2: What I do is I sell everything from him at cost, right? I don't make a penny, and I just send it back to him, and I get a little bit of a shipment, and then I sell it off and give it back to him. He's a... Uh, I'm really promoting him, and I send him money pretty regular. I'm getting, um, we're getting him to a point where I can bring him over. And when we have like uh, plane money, show, when we have enough money for plane tickets, then we can start approaching people for all the paperwork. It's so hard to get the paperwork through. You have to, you have to show, show in Yeah, I like.
0: Uh, I'm showing this key rings that thing that he has that skulls. I like that. You know what? Listen, I will. Uh, I'll get something. I'll get something from there. I got to figure out how exactly to see what you have over there, but I'll get something and help uh, support one of Lola's people. Absolutely, yeah, awesome. With that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, Matt Morrison says, I wonder if anyone, anybody picked all of Walter's guns from the auction. Yeah, Walt, yeah. I don't think I got anybody pick anything. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so either. That's the most yeah. ridiculous thing. I, well, know. Ah, sorry, like, you know, Walter's saying, go steal a, f- a-, a feather from the Queen of England, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, and if you hey, do that, on. I'm going to give no. you some swag. <laughs> it's basically, like, really? There's 1,300, 1,400 guns on that, on that website. I don't know, man. No, oh,
3: there was only 700 and something. Oh, that's 700, all. that's it. Yeah. No, there was 700 items. They weren't all firearms.
0: Yeah, so. 700 items hey, that on, you got to figure know, out which ones belong it, to Walter. It, it, as they say, it, well, that's cruelty, it, Walt. That's cruelty. If it was easy, everybody could do it, right? Yeah, that's called know. that's called cruelty to the gun people out there. Cruelty. So well, uh,
1: you
0: know, I mean, yeah. So that's still some I, the- I take it that's still open, right? That 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 uh, contest is still yeah, open. I, yeah. Walt? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck to yeah. you. You're gonna have to do some major cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out if I can somehow figure out something and then help you guys cheat. Otherwise, no one's getting Walter's swag. I can just tell you that right now. Uh, Pixamite says, Walt is playing super hard nuts on that challenge. Hey. Yeah, so stop. You don't know this. So Walter has uh, this. Where's the auction Walt? What's the name of that auction? It's uh, Gun Auctions USA. Yeah, and then tell tell Stomp what your what your rules of this uh, auction are.
3: Uh, and I took I took uh, I'll tell you I took twenty of my, I took twenty rifles, firearms to put in this auction, and mm-hmm. of my own. And um, I said that I said on the show I said if somebody can pick out five of mine out of the whole auction, I'll right. give them a, a swag pack and some really cool stuff. Yeah. And of course, um, you know it's pretty hard to do if you're going to pick. Yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you get, cause it's, well, anyways, without everything, wouldn't you, there's some of those guns you wouldn't think would be mine. will just say that. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, um, um, no, got so, it. So,
3: but you know what? It's all fun, you know,
0: come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's all fun and cruelty to the people out there. You don't Man. know how many people have told me, like, okay, can you explain to me what's happening here with Walt? <laughs> what is up with this content? How am I gonna actually get some swag? Tell me if someone ever gets five of those things and sends it in to Walt. So, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, get people to your auction, though.
0: No, it was cool. That was some cool guns. Matt Morrison says it looked like all. Uh, I looked at all the picks and thought maybe a broom handle Mauser was his, laugh out loud. Okay, we could eliminate that one. It's not
3: yeah I can definitely say no because that if I had a broom handle mouser, yeah. it wouldn't be at the office
0: so you got six
3: hundred and ninety nine other choices wait right <laughs> <laughs> you know that's hey not... look it you know it's easier than winning the lottery you know come on uh,
0: <laughs> really <laughs> just barely. Uh, I would advise you guys <laughs> to play the lottery first <laughs> and then if you win some money, tell Walter if he could pick out five of his own things. <laughs> Well, at
3: least I, I, I can see in the chat somebody's listening to what I'm saying because uh, they
0: they noticed that I said rifles. So. Rifles, yeah. All thumbs says Walter said rifles. A clue, it's a clue. Go oh, in there and kind. search rifles, and then there's probably yeah. only about 500 rifles in there, so you should be <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just go eating meety mighty mo. That's what I say. That's uh, that's my suggestion to you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a lot of people win the lottery that way
0: too, you know. Yeah, or go to the site and look right now and just say, "Hey, Hank, is it a blah blah blah?" We'll ask Walter. He says no. Then just go through the process of elimination.
3: And Walter. at the end of the year, when we get through all the yeah. questions, then I'm yeah, I'm telling you, right, right, <laughs> yeah. What's that's... your
2: cr- for a rifle? You're putting at an auction, Walter.
3: Say that again. I'm sorry.
2: Then what's your criteria for a rifle? You're putting at auction
3: um i have some doubles of things more than one um right now the market is really really hot for everything that shoots bullets so um Mm -hmm. i figured it might be a good time to um um, you know yeah you know when you got when you got two or three of the same thing and you and you're not even using one of them so it's like okay well let's 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 just call the herd a little bit and
2: I, I, wow. did the, I did the same thing over the last three months. I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff and I'm down to like, not too much. I mean, pretty much what you see in like a couple of shotguns and uh, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I was able to buy a fat bike. I was able to pay some debt off. I was mm-hmm. able to do all yeah. kinds of And I got myself down to four rounds now. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm down to 9 mil, 12 gauge, 308 and 762 by 39. Okay. And it's very refreshing to me right so i have like five ak's that take that round and then i have an ak that takes 308 and then i have you know a nine mil ak and real basic you know a glock here and a cz there and that's about it you know what i mean like i got rid of all my extra pistols i got rid
0: of everything so did you did you do that because of uh like what's going on everyone's buying all the guns you're like hey this is a great time to do it or you were just selling stuff anyway
2: I found out what I could do. What I, I looked at what I used at the range for the last year and what I used the most, and I got rid of everything else.
0: Okay. All right.
2: I knew the prices were real high. I could get everything plus, and, and I was like, time to dump. you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I also bought guns. I bought like a high-end Meridian Defense AK-47. I bought, you know, like 50 mags. I bought a bunch of stuff, too. Yeah. I just kind of validated yeah.
0: Yeah, just, yeah, I guess, um, so you've basically, you've been uh, building up your collection since when? The whole collection? Your whole life, or?
2: I started with the AKs in 94. I don't have anything from that. The oldest mm. gun I have right now is probably my NPAP. It's maybe like seven years old. Mm. And uh, everything else is pretty new, but what I have is pretty nice. Like, my, my CZ is an A01LD. And that's like one of two guns. I have two pistols, right? I have an A01 LD and I have a Glock 34.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: when I get to carrying and having a concealed permit, I'll I'll get a smaller gun. But until then, I'm not carrying one. I carry this knife and I'm good. And oh, I have so something. You, you don't have a CCW yet? I used to in Florida. When I moved to Texas, it got uh, it, it it went up. But I need to get it again. I'm gonna get um, one soon.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, very cool. I, I think there's nothing... I don't know what you think about that, Walt, but I think it's... I think over time you kind of, like, realize, hey, these are the guns well, that I'm really into, you know? Yeah, get, I mean... Get better ones and well, consolidate, I, right?
3: Or or if I've, I, I've... You know, I had some things that I've never really shot, believe it or not, and I really didn't have any huge desire to shoot them um, mm-hmm. that I just acquired through different various ways mm-hmm. and it's like okay this is a this is a seller's market right now mm-hmm. so um, i figured well, let's let's be a seller for one time instead of a a buyer <laughs> now i am i am watching a couple of things on the auction that i'd like to buy
0: so oh well so let me <laughs> let me ask you this walter um what are you uh, looking what? at what are you looking at on the auction that you would like to buy well
3: if i tell you if i tell you what i'm interested in, some bonehead is going to go out and bid against me no, no one would do
0: that here. They wouldn't do that. To no, me. Yeah. you guys, no. pinky swear that you won't go bid against Walter. <laughs> and then, we, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get Walter to say what he's looking to buy, so we could eliminate some things. <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, my, my 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 interests vary greatly when it comes to firearms. Everybody thinks, oh, you just like military guns and all that. Mm-hmm. And I do like military guns, but there's other things that'll catch my eye, and I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a cool, that's an interesting gun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, but again, I'm not going to pay crazy prices for interesting guns. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, absolutely yeah. not. We were looking at that. Where's that Tech-9 at, by the way? That Tech-9's close to 700 bucks. Oh, right now. no, no. And
3: there ain't no, there ain't no <laughs> effing way in this universe that I'm paying $700 for a Tech-9. <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> there ain't no way. Yeah, I would love to have a Tech-9. If anyone has a Tech-9 in good shape uh, that you don't want and you want to make <laughs> it a gift for me for Christmas or something... <laughs> Let me know. Hank, yeah. I used to, huh? I used to own one. Oh, you used to have a Tech Nine? Uh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. Was it was it in good shape?
2: I mean, the, the magazine, the, the latch would always break on the magazine. I mean it
0: was horrible. The gun was just
2: alright. I mean mm-hmm. I never got it to work very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brian Quick says don't overpay for a gun right now unless it's something no longer produced. Um, so there you go uh let's see something there was someone um some people were talking about like some people aren't don't like selling anything I guess there are some people who are selling stuff uh I see dcg 44 says i hate selling um uh, there's, I, you know there's,
3: yeah. there's been all there's been lots of uh, panics in my existence mm-hmm. when, since I've had more guns than you know than and, and people buying magazines and there's been times I could have sold magazines that a at a huge profit. I could have sold receivers at a huge profit, but mm-hmm. just, I just I I for a while sometimes it's like, Well if I sell it, will I be able to get it again? You never know. So Yeah. Um but I mean I got a box of a hundred AR mags sitting in the shop. But you know, right now mags are not that crazy, except that you know when the California thing pops up. No, no, I don't
0: think mags mags are not that crazy right now. Um, and
3: I and I think the market is calming down because I'm getting emails from companies that are selling parts, mm-hmm. and there ha- some people are having sales on parts. Really? So it's not not that crazy as it as it you know as it was a little little while ago. So.
0: Oh, okay. And um, I know when I was in um, when I was at uh, Lawful Defense the other day, they had tons of magazines over there so i don't yeah, so, think there's a big run on magazines which we have seen that that's happened in the past that
1: oh we've yeah. Seen,
0: yeah yeah we've seen people buying the living Daylights out of magazines i think right now the biggest thing is probably ammo um and yeah. then handguns
3: 223 ammo and stuff like that yeah. you know i mean yeah i ain't yeah. paying no 60 cents around for those no, for no uh ar ammo or nothing like that there's no way sorry mm-hmm. no. yeah
0: yeah, Walter's taking first. <laughs> um, so Len Len Holt says, uh, "So really, there are only two hundred and eight rifles on the auction." And then he says, "Hmm."
1: Well. so right there, there you go,
0: man. He's Len Holt. He's not you. You know, he's working hard for this, Walt. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> hey, he's counting cards, man. He's he's starting to count yeah, the cards. He's down to two oh eight. You know, his odds have gone up. Two hundred and eight rifles, huh? Uh, Len, I really think you need to start suggesting some rifles, see what we can eliminate. <laughs> we're just going to have to do it like this. That's how we're going to have to go. Um, listen, while we're on the magazine, uh, what was that? What was that stump?
2: And one's got to be a Mauser.
0: Yeah. Do you have any Mausers on there, Walt? No. Oh, there you go. Boom. So <laughs> that's that's a clue right yeah. there. <laughs>
2: Well, it's close to one, though, so it's like
0: a, a make of a Mauser, there's, but it's called something else. There's a couple Mausers on there I was watching. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. see, there you go. There you go. You can eliminate Mausers. Eliminate Mausers out of that list. So, listen, while we were talking about magazines, I actually saw something in the news about magazines. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, there was some guy that got in trouble over magazines on the news... Let's see. Okay, here it goes. I'll throw this up and we can get into this real quick and then and then we go on to other stuff. So this is in the monitor. It says, man found with 200 AR-15 style magazines, a McAllen man faces up to 10 years in federal prison in connection with federal smuggling goods charges after he was arrested at a port of entry last week, record show, on September 15th. This is in England, isn't it? Uh, let me see. I think this is Mexico. On uh, September 15th, U.S. Oh. Homeland Security investigation agents interviewed Luis Eduardo Mendoza Perez, a U.S. citizen, after he was detained by U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers as he attempted to pass through the port on his way into Mexico. He was referred for oh. a second... Yeah. He was referred for a secondary inspection after giving a negative declaration for any prohibited items. During that stop, which took place at the Hidalgo port of entry, CPB agents discovered 200 AR-style magazines within Mendoza's vehicle, specifically underneath the back seat and inside the spare tire well of the vehicle. The complaint uh-huh. said, oh, so he was he was smuggling for reals. It's not like, oh, he was in a store, he accidentally bought 200, Matt, because in My America, that's not the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, listen, you could be at a store. And you're like, oh, these magazines are on sale and buy 200 <laughs> magazines. but and then not, just forget they're in your car as you drive to Mexico. It's not a crime. It's not a crime, right? <laughs> not here, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, Stomp?
2: You can't have 200 magazines in your car going to Mexico?
1: Yeah,
0: I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely was trying to hide it. Um, I mean, you may need 200 magazines going into Mexico. Yeah, I have a feeling he was going to make some serious money from those magazines. So it says, <laughs> okay. In the interview with HSI agents, Mendoza stated that he was hired by an unknown person in Mexico to—oh, he confessed—to transport the magazines from the U.S. into Mexico. Mendoza told agents he was uh, to be paid $2 per magazine and expected to be paid $400 in this instance, the complaint states. Uh, that's not worth—I don't know. 2 eh, 400 bucks." I don't know. But Mendoza stated that he knew it was illegal to transport magazines into Mexico and that he did not have a license to export such item- items to Mexico. Um, and he admitted all this stuff. He admitted he also smuggled magazines into Mexico on two... P- what? Where's this guy's what? lawyer? <laughs> Is he stupid? Where's his lawyer? I'm going to be like, what? I didn't- There's a problem with magazines?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, two days after his arrest, Mendoza made his initial appearance before a federal magistrate and requested to have counsel appointed. <laughs> now, Duh. Uh, records show. Additionally, Mendoza consented to a video conference detention hearing. Mendoza is represented by a, a counsel from the federal uh, public defender's office. If convicted of smuggling goods from the United States, the 19-year-old uh, oh, 19-year-old uh, McAllen man faces a fine and a maximum of 10 years. In federal prison.
1: Well,
3: okay, so he's being prosecuted by the U.S., not the Mexicans. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, He won't. He won't do a whole lot of. He'll get fined, and he might do a little bit of time. He ain't gonna do no ten years in prison. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. This seems like. I mean, I guess this has probably been going on for some time. The, well, yeah, yeah. This. It, it's probably money to be made in it, but man, this doesn't seem like. You know. Uh, What's the Version of Brownells. Mexico's version of Brownells. <laughs> they don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was speaking of Brownells, yeah, yeah, there we go. Shout out,
0: yeah. There um, The bureau
3: of propaganda. On yeah, that. Brian
0: Woodward says, "Is this dude from the Village People? This, this is this is a kid, yeah. and he's made like for four hundred bucks, man. He's gonna do time.
1: Uh, uh, you yeah. know,
0: for two for two dollars a magazine. Yeah. <sighs> um, wow. Yeah."
2: That kid
0: from Better Off Dead. I want my two dollars, one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Len Holt says ITAR strikes again. And Lola says, uh, well. "Accidentally buy two hundred magazines, laugh out loud." What, so, what did two hundred magazines even cost?
3: Two. Well, it depends, AR magazines, right? Yeah. I you I, you can buy. I just got like, an off. I got an email magazine? from uh from no from Global Ordnance. I got a, a, a email from those guys. It's a Korean. They're Korean steel mags.
0: Okay. Which there's nothing wrong with, and they were like six fifty a piece or something. Okay, so times 200 dollars to make four hundred. I guess that's not bad. And uh they yeah, go. Yeah, uh, stumps show, showing his AK. These are these are uh, Korean.
3: Oh, Korean AK Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Steel ones. Yeah.
3: Badass. No, but.
0: Mm-hmm. Ten bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. What's that's that? That's
3: a pretty one? uh you're selling yourself pretty cheap for 400 bucks come on man. yeah that's like
0: yeah i mean if i'm gonna go oh, through hey, all I, of that I've, done, you're, I've you gotta make at least 10 bucks a mag. come on now the, <laughs> the, those uh, guys those the, the, whoever he's selling it to over there is up in that price oh yeah oh i'm sure they are heck yeah yeah, yeah.
1: come on um, get your
3: hustle on tech, son <laughs> that tech nine's at 700 bucks man yeah
0: 700 No.
3: They're out of their flipping mind, man. For There's no way.
0: Nine, no, no. no freaking way. Yeah. Um, uh, DCG says, uh, lucky it was U.S. Customs that caught him. Mexico will give you five years yeah. for a single spent case. Yes. Empty brass.
3: Yeah, wow. He, he, he's going to get a.
1: he. Yeah.
0: And Night Train yeah. says, uh, how about Operation Fast and Furious during the Obama administration? No one went to jail for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh, Obama so, should be in jail for that. Um,
0: yeah, and uh, oh, Appalachian wow, Gunrunner says they probably gave him the money to purchase the mags. He was making uh, a $2 pay for each mag, small gold, not selling them for $2. I doubt it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Night Train <laughs> says 2 bucks can go a long way in Mexico. But this guy's American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so... Mm. And Matt Morrison says, "What should a Tech Nine go for?" So, stomping you, what? what, uh, what do you four think? Fifty. Four fifty. Four fifty.
2: Four dollars and fifty cents. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I'll I'd be pay, happy to uh, pay
0: seven dollars for a Tech Nine. <laughs> seven? <laughs> uh,
2: I would
3: go just depending on how many mags it has. If it had, you know, three, three fifty, mm-hmm. okay, just to yeah. add it to the collection. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but a, not no freaking
0: $700. No way. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sump.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's an odd gun. It's, it's it's iconic. I mean, it goes great with your right. uh, House of the Locked and Loaded Magnum shirt. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's good for that. It's our time. It's all the
0: gangster rap. I mm-hmm. mean, for mm-hmm. us, for, yeah, I that mean, that's was the- in so many movies. I mean, come on. Like, that's an iconic uh I really think that's an iconic gun. That's why I would like to have one, but I don't know. It's bad. <laughs>
2: Probably going to be like very expensive one day when you can't get them at all. I mean, for sure.
0: Yeah. And well, and if they were bad guns, there's probably a lot of bad ones out there or ones that people just junked, or people probably yeah. turned them in and those stupid buyback nonsense. You know, Yeah, um,
3: some people, some people try to convert them to full auto and you, you know, you'll see all kinds of crazy stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or, hey, they were made by a company in Miami called Intertech.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, were they designed yeah. by Kelgren?
3: I think Kelgren was part of that whole thing, yeah. yeah. So yeah. um of kel Mhm. So um
0: yeah.
3: And yeah, yeah. my my question's always been, you know, they stopped selling the the Tech 9 with one of the assault weapons ban things, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the it's a pistol and da da. but once that was all over like right now, you could build a gun like that and sell it. There's no problem with doing that. Yeah. Where did all the where did the tooling and the dies go for that? Oh, well, they didn't those the guys injection, go- yeah, but they went bankrupt, mm-hmm. didn't they? Didn't they go bankrupt? Well, okay. When the bank you go bankrupt, normally there's a sale at mm-hmm. some point, mm-hmm. and people buy assets. Mm-hmm. Um, like when then the various uh, Mac Eleven and Mac Ten manufacturers all went out of out of business, they were auctions mm-hmm. where they sold all the stuff. So where did all that tooling go for the for the Tech Nine?
0: That's a good question.
3: They're just sitting, in, just sitting in somebody's warehouse someplace, just sitting on it. Who I knows? don't
0: know. That's possible. It could be in a freaking um, one of those. Uh, storage (laughs) container units yeah
3: storage units somewhere yeah
0: (laughs) you know um i know that when i went to uh what is it um is it ass no no that'll be that'll be a bad word what uh the studio services i forgot the name remember um, we had larry zanoff on yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah um Studio, yeah. sur- independent studio service. Yeah,
0: ISS, ISS. Lola's trying to tell me. Yeah, when I went there, they had a ton of those Tech Nines. I went into a room that there was just a whole wall with Tech Nines on it. So I don't yeah, know it, if the movie business bought a lot of those.
2: It got banned in '94 after the Columbine uh, massacre. Mm-hmm. So it was one of nine
0: firearms introduced. I'm on uh, wiki. Yeah. DCG says that, uh, Walt, that they might have sold a scrap. You know um. you know what I thought it was interesting? Because I'm making a video. I did get one of those uh, Lipsy's P80 Glock, the retro Glocks. Nice. And um, I was making a video on just like unboxing it and I was looking at some stuff from Lipsy's. Basically, so, so those P80s are copies of what the Austrian army ordered from Glock and Glock was delivering to them back in 82, right? right? So they didn't use this, they said they didn't use the same mold because Glock repurposed that mold.
3: Oh, okay, they just cut more stuff in it and yeah. use it for a next, ge- next
0: generation. Yeah, mold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glock, Glock changed up that mold. And I was like, <laughs> but I guess that was like in the early days of Glock doing that. So they, cause probably now they're not destroying molds. I wouldn't think so, but it makes me that, wonder you know, if oh. back in the days these companies did it were like oh, whatever we'll just we don't need this mold. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
3: well,
0: yeah, it's it's too bad they didn't. I, you know, like did the did these manufacturers think back in those times that in the future we would think these guns are awesome and we would want to see a retro <laughs> Tech Nine, for example?
3: I, I don't think I don't think there would be a retro Tech Nine per se. Mm-hmm. And and that awesome thing you said, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess if it was um, uh, originally the Tech Nine evolved from the KG 99, which was a full auto, mm-hmm. a full auto gun, mm-hmm. inner inner interdynamic or tech whatever not intertech, but mm-hmm. anyway, the KG 99 was a, a, a more of a, a full auto gun. So um, and then the Tech Nine was a cheapened version of that in semi-auto. Mm-hmm. Um, i don't know how many it'd sell really i don't i don't know it's hard to say there was there was back in those days there was there was quite a few of those little uh high high capacity gangster looking um, guns for there was another one called an ap9 mm-hmm. if you look that up the same idea plastic lower uh mm-hmm. tube tube receiver on top high capacity magazines um, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, it, that was know. called uh, i'm sorry that was called an a ap ap9 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 i'm not mistaken me. Let me look that up, AP-9. And you saw music, that in a lot of music, movies?
3: Uh, I don't know if it was in a lot of movies. It used to be sold in a lot of
0: places. Um, AP-9 gun. Back, you know, 80s, so early, early gun, 90s. So. Uh, okay, yeah, that looks kind of, yeah. It's like so, a Tech-9. Yeah, it looks kind of Tech-9. It doesn't have that, well, some of them have that little, those uh, perforated holes around the, the, the yeah, barrel shroud. Yeah. front. Yeah, that looks cool. How come someone just doesn't make a, make a retro version of that? I'm sure there's probably no copyright or IP no, or that kind no. of stuff nowadays, right?
3: No, um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. It's just because just... you can
2: buy a PSA AKV.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> someone was well, asking. Yeah, I mean, Go ahead. Go ahead. well. There's that too. I mean, you know, but injection molded. Made guns are cheap to make. I mean, like, I it don't cost Glo- it don't cost it don't cost Glock four hundred something or five hundred dollars to make a nine millimeter pistol. I can tell you that. So um,
2: I would make the grease gun again. Something that's like iconic. Something that you wouldn't shoot again, but something that's like World War Two and just bad as hell. But you know mm-hmm. it's not going to aim right. You know you're never
0: going to really use it. But mm-hmm. that would be cool yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So Walter, like I know you do. What do you do? stand parts. You do. So people right. are make So people are definitely putting those together, right? I
3: reckon. I guess I don't know what yeah.
0: people do. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's not your business, right? <laughs> not my business. <laughs> not your business. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so
3: yeah, I mean, I've I've thought about building a semi-auto stand too, um, mm-hmm. a properly designed semi-auto stand. but mm-hmm. I just you know have other things going on right now. So
0: yeah. Uh, once upon a time, Walter, remember we were working on a um, a crowd a crowd gun. We were gonna put out a gun that people could just go get some parts and make a cool gun. Yeah to get back to that. We got sidetracked. Yeah. Yeah. Life life profit yeah. got in the way. <laughs> yeah. Darn paying the bills. Damn profit. <laughs> gotta pay those sticking bills. <laughs> that always messes everything up. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Night Train says, uh, if I recall, the Tech 9 was used by the hijackers in the original movie, The Taking of Pelham 123.
3: Yeah. Well. And. mean, that's one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I look, no, I was going to say, look it up on that uh, with IMB, whatever the heck it is. I, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Len Holt says, rumors have it that Bass Pro is going to buy Remington. Anyone else hear that? Nope, that's the first time I heard that. I don't know if you guys I haven't have not heard, heard that. that. Yeah, I know that, um, that that PSA or, well, J.J.E. Capital that owns PSA, um, I think they had the leading bid on the ammo side, but I don't know if that's been approved. We'll get into it. Okay, these guys are going to show knives. Let's start with, uh, let's say, Walt, what you got there? What are you showing off? And then we'll go to Stalin. This
3: is the one uh, back in, in 2017 when you, you're a... Uh... Uh, your show started the blog mm. um i was out i was out on a vacation out in the yeah, west
0: that's still sexy. western
3: u.s yeah and we were at um uh, uh grand canyon what's the, uh, uh, no, well i uh, know um the 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 not not R- mount rushmore but the other thing with the indian um um the other uh, big crazy thing horse was i know what you're talking about yeah the, crazy horse we were oh, crazy okay. horse and they were having like a craft fair inside the inside the that area there, and there was a knife maker there.
1: Yeah, that's. And beautiful. this guy
3: made this nice, This is like elk bone handle, and mm-hmm. it's designed to be more like actually a working knife, cutting meat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess the the blade is made from a big uh, like uh, big saw blade.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what ah. he
3: uses for for the blades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. That's cool. sur- yeah, I, 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 like I had that. to get me something. Yeah, yeah, and it's got your basic sheets and everything, and yeah,
0: so. Yeah. I think like that's, that, a, that's yeah. a sexy knife still, man. I like that, you know. Um.
2: Yeah. Custom knives are badass. Yeah. I made, made this one.
0: Oh. Well,
3: that's a nice. Yep.
2: Yeah, you know, the first one they make, that you make, you don't know what it's going to really come out to be. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of what it came out to be. I thought I was going to make a Bowie.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, wood did you use on the handle?
2: I think it's, I'm not even sure, I think it's like walnut or... Mm-hmm. I know it's an old floor sample.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can use like old floor samples for handles too. We Pretty primitive knife, but came out really nice.
0: Yeah, that and
1: is I, cool.
2: Obviously, I didn't really make it, right? I, I beat it out, and someone made it look good, right? I, I had help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I that
3: cool. almost, it almost it almost looks like a a straightened blade kukri. Yeah,
2: that's that's what I was going to show you all. It's a little bit of like a parang, like a jungle like a jungle knife.
0: Yep, yep. Who made the sheath for <laughs> you? A real cool gem. You know? Where'd you uh, where'd you do the that. sheath? Oh, you did the sheath. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: It, I made all of it really it took me like 30 35 hours maybe hmm. Like a lot of weekends a lot of visiting yeah definitely fun like if I was to die I'd probably get buried with this one really okay I got I made it you know what I mean mm-hmm. it took mm-hmm. me for You can't
0: no very cool um how many knives have you made yourself? This is it, man. This is the one time I
2: did it. And I was like, my <laughs> God, it takes so much work. I'm never going to figure it out.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I see. So that's that's why that one's going that was that Going into grave with you. Does, this, the, my, the wife has instructions on that. What's the, <laughs> he knows. I mean, she's going to have I mean. a lot of stuff she's going to have to take over to that.
2: I have I have some nephews that are going to be hooked up if they if they keep showing interest in everything. It's just a matter of who shows interest. But, you know, my wife is real supportive of this. I got into the custom knife thing because I, uh, I quit drinking like eight years ago. I met her like five years ago, and she bought me a tomahawk, and then I turned the business into something, and it just kind of like takes off from nowhere. But it's basically an addiction that I turned into a business that works, mm-hmm. and. It, it it keeps me uh, keeps me off the streets, and I have a fun time with it, and uh, you know mm-hmm. how it goes. kinda mm-hmm. be something that it's it's a different market, right? So I, I show these knives, like I show this, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I have someone want it, and then I go put the order in with Art, mm-hmm. and then he it and deals with the customer, and then I get twenty percent of the sale.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I I have to spend a thousand bucks to show somebody a, a, a something. And then That's put got their a nice
0: hand- handle. What's that handle? I like the purple. This pine cone. Purple okay. pine cone. Okay. Pine cone. Yep. Yeah. Interesting.
2: And so I get what I want made. I, I invest in the maker, then I show their gear,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: then I a few knives. if it's on my wall, I got it for 30% off. 10% goes to the tax man or shipping. Mm-hmm. 20% my pocket. Mm-hmm. But it's not really about what's on the wall as much as people call me and I put them with a maker. That's their budget, what they want, and then we get dreams made. And I just get 20% of a sale. It's not a lot, but, you know, some of the knives, like, you know, a knife like this is, you know, like $1,000, you know. So if you make a sale on something like this, you get a couple hundred bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of them go for as much as, like, this is, like, a $1,400, $1,500 knife. This is actually
0: my design. Okay. And uh, let me see. Let me just, uh, if as as you guys are watching this, if there's something specific that Stomp is showing, or even Walter, you guys want to see more about it or hear more about it, let us know. Um, by the way, smash the thumbs ups out there, everyone out there right now, smash the thumbs ups. Uh, you know, we appreciate that. Even if you did it already, smash it again. There you go. All right. So yeah, do you have any out the front?
2: Uh, yeah, I do actually. I was gonna bring that up. This is the one knife I bought in the last three years for me, and I saw you and uh, Babyface talking about the Microtech. But yeah, you, you need to know about this company because they got Microtech sorta in the pickle.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: lead designer for Microtech left seven years ago okay. and went to this company called Guardian Tactical.
1: So Guardian they make Tactical. a Tactical. Okay.
2: make the front that has a sleeve in it right here. Mm-hmm. See that? See that chrome. Mhm. That part of the chrome right there is a sleeve that the button rides on. It's 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 becoming patented. So and does so that mic- make
0: it easier to push that button?
2: Yeah, watch this, Hank. I'm going to barely touch it. Oh, okay. Way easier. It's probably 30, 40% easier. Like Lola could use this.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to show cuz and I'll show their I'll show their IG here and I'll follow them on IG. It's uh, Guardian Tactical USA on IG, um, and I know that that's a big that's a big issue that Lola has uh, with the out the fronts that um, you know. So I'm
2: doing it with my index finger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So even uh, yeah. like so I've got so here's my there's my Microtech right there there's my uh, Hank Strange customized one with the with the. Uh, with the logo all over it. And to me, it's pretty easy. But yeah, Lola, you know. Um, you notice the similarities in design. What's that?
2: Notice the similarities in design between yeah. your knife and Yeah, that's the Tonto. The the designer is the same guy.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Left, left Microtech. Oh,
0: okay. So yeah. He's at, doing his own thing at Guardian Tactical. So what does a knife like that go for?
2: I think this is, like, 375, 275, 250. Two, it's, like, the big one, I think, is 380, and I think this one's, like, 330. Okay. All right. Cool. Like, the like your Tragoon, your combat Tragoon is bigger. Mm-hmm. They have one size bigger like that.
0: Oh, okay. Um, let's see. By the way, let, let me throw – let's get us all up here. Brick says, I've been saying that about Guardian Tactical. My EDC, that's what he says. Okay. Um, no, there's
2: – a really good company man i don't really talk about mm-hmm. regular night too much but if i do it's guardian tactical and basically cold steel i always recommend cold steel
0: okay very cool walter's got out you were talking about tomahawks and walter looks like he's got a tomahawk out here what's that
3: yeah it's just a basic throwing tomahawk mm-hmm. you know that's, it ain't pretty
0: walter you know,
2: that's every competition thrower in the world uses that's a cold steel frontier hawk Thirty-three dollars on Amazon. It's the same one all the pros use, I think.
3: Well, I, I maybe it not. It must be similar. It must be similar, but this is not a cold steel.
2: Okay, my bad. This
3: I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know the manufacturer. I bought it. Actually, went out one year when I was at uh, with the Boy Scouts at summer camp. Um, <laughs> Does it have any but, markings um, yeah, on it, Walt? Nope not not a one.
0: Okay.
3: It looks it looks like it was hand forged at some point. Whether that was in who knows where, but mm-hmm. it is fun to throw. And you know, and if you break the handle, you just put a new handle on it and you keep throwing. So, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: uh, it's, it's it's
3: it's it's always it always makes for good uh, competition amongst friends. What? Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's a cool one there too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Rob- hold on. Let's show what were
2: you just showing. This is where the this is where the custom game all started for me. This is my first custom piece ever. My- First year we were dating for Christmas. And I fell in love with it.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, nice.
2: Cool. This
0: is uh, the uh, Three Rivers. Yeah, that looks savage. This is a really nice. Home. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't carry this guy, but he is a badass maker. I do carry who I think is the best maker in the world for Hawks. And this is him. This is Daniel McCune. And I'm going to show you how sick this is. This kid's only 23 years old, but he has been making them since he's 9 years old. What? I think he's be- <laughs> I think he's better than his father. Oh wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, so this, what is the texturing that's on that blade? This is just a regular hammer finish, just
2: regular texturing. I he put a he put my logo on there for me and there's a his logo on there laser edged. Okay. Just a not, not a finished blade, but this is a this is called a bag hawk. This is kind of a smaller one. I take this on hikes every day. When I go hiking I bring this every time.
0: Wow, okay.
2: Small. Like this is a full size hawk right here. hmm And this is a bag hawk.
0: Okay, so what does that mean? The what do you call that? A bag hawk?
2: Just a smaller hawk. It's a
0: smaller design. Okay, okay. interesting
2: fighting and, you know, like tearing apart wood and, mm-hmm. you know, base hammer. Mm-hmm. this one's just a sick, you know, beast. This is the
0: warm hammer. Yeah. Yeah, that's beefy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And yeah, Kuhn has a waiting list. I get it. When I call him for a, a hawk, I get it pretty quick, like within a couple months, usually.
1: Uh-oh. And typically,
2: wait for a while. A lot of these guys, you wait for a year, a year and a half for a blade. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have to get on a list and wait, and that's normal, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I, let's let's uh, let's get this question in here from All Thumbs. All Thumbs says, uh, "What makes a knife worth fifteen hundred dollars?" Who wants to okay. take that first? Okay. You all. I'll okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go. So
2: the, the the piece of steel here alone. hmm This sand my steel is sandwiched steel. Do you mm-hmm. see the the line going down the middle of it? Mm-hmm. So it's pattern welded, it's sand my steel. That piece of steel alone is 300, I think 20 bucks and that was five years ago.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then you have to have it made, right? Mm -hmm. And the custom knife that I had made from scratch from my design, so that Mm -hmm. cost me uh, like a thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. So you're in it for 1,400. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And this made knife to what I wanted made this is a really sad story, actually. I don't want to talk, say the maker's name because mm-hmm. this is Gen 1 of the Stomp Blade and then this is Gen 2. And this is a sick, sick knife. And I made it like the Rambo knife in the design.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I spent a lot of money getting this one made, too. And you see how it just opened up with mm-hmm. my finger? It's mm-hmm. on that fuller. So you can just pop it with your finger. I mean, the action on this thing is sick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gen two. We sold five of these in a week and then he told that he t- took the name and called it the ultimatum instead of the stomp blade and cut me out of it.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. So now
2: I'm thinking about giving it to China. Uh-oh. And now
1: I get
2: my favorite dagger from him mm-hmm. because I don't even talk about the guy's name no more, right? I don't even mm-hmm. say his name no more. He's a mm-hmm. piece of shit. But his knives are badass.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh. It's too bad that happened, man. Sorry to sorry to hear that. That sucks. Yeah, dude, I
2: got close to twenty five. I got like fourteen in this one,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and six, and so two grand into getting my own knife brought out. Sick design,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, it gets taken out from underneath you when something sells. Money, money talks, I guess.
0: Mhm. Yeah. 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 So Walt, what's your what's your take on that, Walt? What do you think? Um, what? Like, would you spend fifteen hundred on a knife, or is that just like too um, expensive for you?
3: There's a lot of labor in making a knife. You know, I mean, oh if, yeah. If it's done, if it's done right, so I mean, you're paying for people's labor. You know, you're not paying for slave labor. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so works. you're paying for, you know, and people have. If you're, if it takes you X amount of time to make one knife, you know, you gotta make enough money to keep the electricity on and pay the, you know. And everything else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, custom stuff always costs more money, you know, I mean, you know? Mm-hmm. and once again, I mean, if you if you want that, then you'll pay that. If you don't want that, then you know, you can you can buy something off the uh, off the shelf and you know, guess you'll be happy. You
1: know? mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think uh, there's lots mm-hmm. of things in this world like that, right? It's what is what is the value yeah. to you? Like, if right. you see the value in something, then it doesn't really bother you that much that it costs you more because you really value that thing. All right, what are we yeah. looking here yeah. at here, Stomp?
2: This is a Melvin Lazada. Okay. Lozada, the Tampa. Mm-hmm. And he's just an amazing maker that's been in the game like 15 years. And this is a tiny knife called the Bambito mm-hmm. that is a pocket knife. Literally a pocket knife. <laughs> And this costs just a little bit less than his big knife. You know, there's not much difference in these two blades. They're still titanium. It's just a design and how it's made, right? So, mm-hmm. it, there's a year wait to get one of these from Melvin. You call me, I can get it in like three months. He'll put, he'll get right to work on it. Mm-hmm. It takes. He has Melvin has five rooms set up in his garage, and he's like a like a jeweler. They're all separate spaces. They're all hermetically sealed. He spends his whole life in his garage making these by hand.
0: Mm-hmm. These,
2: are, these are amazing. And what's the price on these? I believe this is about six hundred.
0: Okay. And it's titanium, and, you're saying?
2: Yeah. Right, and his big one, I think this is close to eight hundred.
0: Okay. So beefier. Yeah, that's big but, for a titanium knife.
2: Check out that design.
0: Oh yeah, that's cool
2: almost like a pry bar
0: yeah nice stubby tonto yep mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah so let me, let me say another one this is sick boy this is about a thousand dollar knife and I, I waited a year and a half for it but check it out right so this is sick boy knife works he's badass waited forever for this myself he didn't bump me up or nothing i had to wait myself right mm-hmm. but i have a phrase right stomp strong and he put the two s's in it for me stomp strong
1: oh okay
2: so yeah all this, this so I, I show this knife and then I go take an order for it and then I make some money
1: mm-hmm.
2: but that's it mm-hmm. takes time you know you got to wait a year to get your commission sometimes
0: yeah absolutely that happens it is what it is yeah I see that uh, in the chat there's people talking about cold steel and uh, and there's, a, there's some conversation about cold steel was that originally made in Japan
2: uh, I don't know for sure but okay. the, I think it's a selling point where Cold Steel is there's a certain type of blade that came out of Japan that was made cold instead of hot but I don't mm-hmm. know enough about it to talk uh, intelligently about it okay. but I do know Steel makes some pretty good knives for the money and I've been running them personally forever and uh, you know like my friends are always asking me what knife to get what especially now you know they want something on their person that's mm-hmm. like like almost like defensive oriented mm-hmm. and this is the cold steel recon one okay this is the five inch version right but i want to i want to show you how thin it is
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's got a g2 handle
0: yeah i think i have something like this five yeah and
2: i have the four inch version i have the two inch version on my keys you, you know what i mean this is just a do all everything knife hmm and the money's good you know cold steel makes some really crazy stuff over the years right like you can get some stuff from cold steel that you just can't get made by anybody like this this oh, is wow. the this is the espada xl
1: wow
2: they quit like 10 years ago mm-hmm. but check this out hank let me show you something this is like a seven inch blade folder and
0: it has a wave feature, so when you pull it out of
3: your pocket, it catches. you got to... <laughs> yeah. <that's> a, <laughs> boy. You know what that... Uh, I, I guess I guess I won't be using that at McDonald's to spread the, the butter on my biscuits, won't yeah, I? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that knife,
0: it, there's... Oh, I'm trying to remember the movie. It reminds me, it looks like something from a movie, that in the movie it wasn't a knife, but there was this movie... It's one of those 80s movies with, uh, there was a device that looked like that, and this the, the, the hero in the movie had that, and he would throw it around. It's not Silverhawk, but it's one of those movies in that vein. You uh, can't get this.
2: There's nobody else making this knife.
0: No, that's amazing.
2: I mean, this is, like, what I take to the movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah. I can't, you know, got to sit there for a long time. I can't have, like, this on me. Mm-hmm. I can't have this one on me. Mm-hmm. But this one sort of works. Yeah. I mean, it's sick. So Cold Steel makes some really crazy shit. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, so let's see. We got some comments from folks out there that I will get to right now. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Armament and Axis says his Cold Steel, Senmai Tonto, was made in Japan. Um, And then he also says, yes, original Cold Steel were made in Japan, not China. Um, and All Thumbs says I have a Cold Steel SRK that's pretty badass Matt Morrison says I wish SOG would make the original Bowie again what does an original original Bowie look like is it like the Rambo knife or
2: I think the original SOG is more like the Randall if I remember correctly
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm not sure though
0: oh okay yeah do you have any you don't have any original like uh, Rambo style Bowies do you let me see Okay. Oh, crawl. There you go. Armament and Axis said it. Crawl. Yeah. Did you Did you guys ever see Crawl? Hold on. Let me see. I, I'm gonna pull up. uh Look. Remember that. Search Crawl the movie and the poster for that. Hold on. Let me see. Crawl. Uh, Crawl movie. And then when you look at the poster,
1: okay. So Not- here we go. Here's
0: a here's a here's from the poster. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna share this with everyone. So check out this poster with this star spinny thing right here. That's what that knife <laughs> reminds me of, right there. Like that crawl. You ever saw that the um, the knife that they had in crawl it was like a star with different knife points on it? But that's what that looked like. So well, show, what where, where's your knife? Show that knife again. It reminds oh me. It's not like it's not like the five points or whatever was on that one, but uh, yeah, that's what that kind of looks like. If you put five, if you weld five of those together, and this is called the cold steel what?
2: This is the uh, Excel's
0: uh, Espada Excel. Yeah. They still,
2: they make one out of G10, but this original version is not available no more. This is a pretty expensive knife right here.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Very cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, if I had, if I had to go to town on somebody, that would be a good one. For yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> Guns for Jeff says, uh, "Love the podcast, Hank. This guy has some badass knives." And, uh, you know, my apologies to all the folks out there who are watch- who are listening on audio, right, when we put the audio out and you actually can't see these knives. You might want to actually go to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded on YouTube. That's the channel that we do this live. And check out this video with, um, with Stomping You. Walt, what you got back there? Let's see what that knife is you're throwing up. There. I always got to bring this out. This is the uh, the Glock. I guess the Glock oh, fighting knife cool. or whatever.
3: Very cool. But the one that Arlie Army signed for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 That's the thing. A lot of people, when I was um, looking into stuff today, man, uh, a lot of people don't realize that Glock was making, what was it, curtain rods or curtains or something and knives.
3: Um. Well, the first thing they made for the Austrian Army was the knife.
0: Yeah. That was the first thing. Yeah, and, and they're they still making those. It to the...
2: They made some yeah, sewing okay. Dude, he had seventeen patents, sixteen patents out before
0: yeah. the 17. Yeah, when I was when I was looking at Wikipedia. So hold on, we might this might be a good opportunity actually to pull up Wikipedia on this uh, on Gaston Gaston Glock. Gaston Glock? Yeah. Um, Gaston Gaston. Uh, that doesn't sound very there, Austrian. There, uh, but I guess it is. Uh, what do I know? Yes. Um. So sounds here like a we, Disney
3: character.
0: Yeah, sounds like yeah, it does sound like a Disney character. So it says right here, um, Gaston Glock, born nineteenth uh, of July, nineteen twenty nine. That's an old dude. He's still out there kicking uh, butt. Is an Austrian engineer and founder of the firearms company Glock. And it says Glock began as a manufacturer of curtain rods in the nineteen sixties and knives for the Austrian army in the nineteen seventies. Uh, He had not designed or manufactured a firearm until he was 52 years old, so I still got some time. Uh, He was already an expert in polymers as a result of his previous business ventures. In 1980, he bought an injection molding machine to manufacture handles and sheaths for the field knives. He was making for the Austrian army in his garage workshop, and uh, his earliest employees were from the camera industry. there's some some cool info there that i didn't know and so there's a couple of different things like this talks about his personal life he married helga glock that's a very austrian name or german name uh in 1958 and they co-founded the family business in 1963 they got divorced in 2011 uh they've been and they've been in court ever since 2011 (laughs) (laughs) fighting it out (laughs) Um, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Who knows what will happen when that gets settled. Maybe we'll see the Glock carbine. What do you guys think? I um but under there it says murder attempt. And I was like, murder attempt? What? what what is this talking about? Yeah, so under that, this is on Wikipedia, it says murder attempt, it says in July nineteen ninety nine, Glock's tax advisor, Charles Ewart, hired a French mercenary to murder Glock with a hammer in a car park in an apparent attempt to cover up embezzlement of millions from the Glock company. Although Glock's injuries included seven head wounds and the loss of about a liter of blood, Glock was able to fend off the attack by striking the hitman twice. The hired killer, uh, 67-year-old jacques Pacur, was sentenced to 17 years in prison for the attack. Charles Ewart was sentenced to 20 years as a result of Pakura's testimony. What? I didn't even know that. So crazy. Did you ever, did you? No. you guys know about this? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Embezzlement. Yeah, so, okay, so let's go back here. So some dude embezzled millions of dollars from Glock, the accountant, always the accountant with the embezzlement, always. Always. Uh Walt, you know what? I think I should do the accounting for your books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, no. so no, yeah, I know,
0: I know. So anyway, so this guy embezzled money, he didn't want Glock to find out, hired a mercenary. first of all, who hires a sixty seven year old mercenary? What is wrong not, with you? Not the plan. <laughs> yeah. You gonna <laughs> So this guy attacks this is and you know what? This is such a funny gun story because here's the owner of Glock and he has no Glock on him. Right? right. He doesn't have a gun on him. This guy attacks him with a hammer because, you know, guess what? It's all the guns in the bad He don't have a gun either. Yeah. The 67-year-old Mercer. I'm sorry to laugh about this because this is actually not funny, but it is funny. So... Yeah. Um... This is crazy. This you is probably crazy. probably got him for a reduced for price, for being 67. Yeah, um, so, so, and it says here, so Gaston Glock had seven head wounds. Yeah, hell hey, uh, yeah. Imagine a dude attacking you with a hammer and getting seven head shots in with that hammer, and he lost about a liter of blood, but he was still able to fend off the attack. So he's, you know, and he struck, he's strapped.
2: He's yeah. got to be a... Hit the guy a couple times and beat him off. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's really um, so. That's really crazy. I don't know. Tell me what you guys think about that. Uh, DCG44 says piss poor mercenary. What do you think? What do you think about what do you think about this, Walt? Give me your because I know you're a Glock guy just like I am. You you like guns, but you know you're interested in a Glock story. You got the knife there. Gaston didn't even have a knife. But yeah, yeah. What do you think about that?
3: That's a, that's a weird ass story. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I, I guess I guess you wouldn't suspect a seven year old guy to get you with a hammer, but yeah, you know what I mean,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, I, it's, it's strange.
2: Kind of, it sounds yeah. to me like way more to this story than we realize, and there's like some undercover like bits that we don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, could maybe. be. Yeah. Like
2: for sure. Like a different story than we really think. Like maybe. You know, like uh, you know, a couple guys meeting up and not getting along after a while, and you know, no one can know yeah.
0: about it. I don't. Armament and Axis says assault hammer, and then he says, uh, and then he says, beat him off. What? <laughs> um, beat him off. Yo. This, this is what I would want if I was in that situation against a hammer. This you would, work. you would, you would want that. Okay, I understand that. I would want a machine gun, but that's me.
2: Well, yeah, but I of assume we're in this situation that Gaston is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know what the answer to that is.
3: Maybe the. Ex- uh, ex- ex- they said he, he attacked him in his car when he was sitting in his car.
0: Yeah, let me see if I could. Um, let me see if I can get this. Uh, it says, uh, yeah, in a car park in an apparent attempt to cover up embezzlement.
3: Oh, that's a parking lot or like a parking yeah, garage. Yeah, so he attacked
0: him. Yeah, he probably, w- maybe he was in his car and the guy came and started smashing the window and trying to go after him. Uh, let me see if I can yeah. pull up any more about this. Um, and listen, here's what I would say. First of all, this is horrible. It's gruesome. Terrible way to go. Why did the accountant just uh, break out? Just go to the, you know, some, the Bahamas or someplace, you know? Why? Why would you go? <laughs>
3: Rick says he was probably upset about the plastic site.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know there's going to be some. Uh, yeah, I know there's going to be some things. So let's see There's the, And there is news about this. Um, there is news. Let me see. So the For- Forbes has an article I'll throw up here. Let, oh, crap. Ad blockers. Oh, boy. So we can't look <laughs> at that. Um, we can't look at that Forbes article. Let's see. I'm going to find another one. Uh, let's see. Assassination attempt. This is from Glock Talk. There's a whole bunch. This is in the news. I just never, ever heard of this. Um, yeah, that goes back to. Well, I
3: mean, up. you know, 99, that was 21 years ago, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. The, inter- the inter- There was the internet, but it's not the internet like it is today. Mm mm-hmm. um, As far as, you know, and you know, uh, it probably was in the news back then. It's just uh, mm-hmm. we, weren't, we weren't paying attention. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. I'm trying to see. Um, uh, I'm trying to see if there's other news on this. But yeah, this, there was. Uh, there's several. There's several uh, stories. So, for example, I see here in this Guns.com article that Glock fi- flies. Gaston Glock flies that corporate jet with his name on it. So he seems like Who a flies he seems, it? yeah, he's the pilot. It says that on here. You know? That's um, hard to believe. Yeah. The nine have looked at Gaston
2: Glock as the name that we look at now, right? I mean, over the years it's just turned into be such a reliable brand. I mean, I have two guns, one of them's a Glock, you know? hmm
0: Yeah. It's um I you know, it would be interesting for someone to make a movie on this. There's so much um there's so much uh like crazy stuff going on out there. I would like to see uh, you know. I would like to see some kind of uh, movie <laughs> or something about that. It might be interesting. I don't know. Who can play him in who can play Gaston Glock in the movie? Do you guys even uh, know what he looks like? He's just you know
3: I have seen pictures at one point, but not recently. Yeah, we can get, get
0: Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Who's
2: the who nose? Gerard Pardue? Huh? The, the, the guy with the big nose, the blonde guy, the real big
0: dude? Gepard, Gepard, Gibard or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, this is interesting. It's interesting, though. I, I see, I say that in the movie it should be Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Right? No. I'd be Glock. Yeah, I'd be Glock. <laughs> I'd be luck. I'd be luck. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Let me
2: ask you, what was your first gun? Do you remember the first gun you bought?
0: Um, are we talking legally?
2: Yeah, whatever <laughs> one you
0: talk oh, about. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, there's, there's the shadow category and the real category. <laughs> um, let me see, what was it? I think the first gun that I bought uh, was a Glock. Glock 19? Uh, Glock, what was it? I believe that it was a Glock 19 okay you remember that
2: movie the movie true romance with Schwarzenegger yeah I ended up getting a Ruger P89 after that movie
0: oh okay
2: the day I turned 21 I bought that me and my friends all shot that gun for like five years it got used by everybody
0: okay Ruger P89 (laughs) was that a pistol it's an automatic
2: yeah big and blocky but man great gun
0: hmm Oh, okay. And that was, who had that in the movie?
2: Uh, I think Schwarzenegger used that in the movie, or it might have been... Uh, who was the other guy? Tom Arnold? One of the two of them.
0: Oh, okay. There you go, for anyone who wants to know what the Ruger P-89 looks like. Okay, awesome.
2: Yeah, right. It's weird how the movies influence you, you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm. my movie growing up was Red Dawn, so you know I started shooting AR-15s at first, and then... I got an AK-47 in my hands and I was like wow, this is just, I, I love it, you know, so it's, it's weird how movies influence you so much
0: Yeah. Um, Night Train says, I wonder if Arnold himself owns a Glock, I don't know I'm sure he's probably got some guns Does. yeah, I would believe he's got some guns I'm guessing he's got some expensive guns I'm gonna say probably some 1911s mm-hmm. type of thing, that's what a lot of those Hollywood dudes uh, are into you know, so there you go Walter, are you still, are you thrown by this whole thing, this whole Glock story?
3: No, no, I mean no,
0: it happens. The exciting yeah. world of uh, of gun manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, it's just so. Yeah, you know,
3: yeah. Uh, it's sure. either it's either complete boredom or or uh, sometimes complete terror.
0: Yeah, and usually not a whole lot in between. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh listen, um I, I wanna go to this Olight. There's a actually a Olight flash sale going on. And I wanna sh- send you guys that. Lola, um I think there's a link. I'll be able to throw up a link here for you all in a second. Um actually let me let me get this uh let me get this opened here. Um so if you use the code HANK ten you can get ten percent off at any time at Olight by the way. anyone who's looking to do that but we'll pull up this page here and i'll show you if it ever loads come on load here we go boom so uh so there's a 40 percent off sale that started at eight o'clock and um i guess it's going to until um midnight tomorrow so from eight o'clock tonight till midnight tomorrow night and there's a whole bunch of uh o-lights that are on sale there if you guys are looking for a link i will throw a link up here uh, basically you've got these camo lights you know you've got some of the peroons or, or pre-runs why am i calling them peroons i don't even know peroons uh, <laughs> pre-runs per-runs. so yeah we've yeah, got just some a different peroon. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how my brain works my brain works in mysterious ways so, um, the Warrior, we've got the Warrior, one of the Warriors in here that's on sale. You can get these cool uh, bronze uh, colors here. There's also the Perun. The Is it the Perun? See, that's, that's you why said I'm it calling it Perun. Yeah, it's Perun. It's not, I don't know. I'm going to say, it's not Pre, it's P-E-R. So, it's Perun or something like that. But there you go. I don't know where they come up with these names. They should just call everything the Hank. That's my, but I like this. This is a cool. This is a cool flashlight. This is a like a, um, a angled flashlight, and I like that kind of stuff. This is a smaller version, and and uh, I think I showed you guys this before. I've got the uh, bigger version of the Peren, and I've been carrying that around. So they've got the smaller ones, and. Um, Here's the I3T EOS Slim EDC Flashlight there for you guys. And there's a sale going on. I will throw up some links here while these guys are talking about stuff. If if you guys want to see any of this stuff, let me know. But I will definitely throw up a link. I think Lola probably already threw a link into the chat or something like that. If she's here, I have no idea. Lola probably might not. She might not even be here. But here we go. I'll throw this link in there for you guys. If you're uh, looking to get something from that sale, you can buy some stuff from Olight, get some cool flashlights, help support us at the same time. Uh, I have that
2: for one. What's that thing called? That small one?
0: That red one? The red one is called the I3T EOS right there. What's that, Lola? What are you trying to tell me? Yeah, that yeah. Lola said it's in the video description. So if you're looking at it, it's in the video description. What's that? I have-
2: have an older model of that it's like five years old it still runs badass it takes just yeah. a little battery it, it runs killer
0: yeah small lightweight um you know uh these ones are rechargeable but also small and lightweight lola's trying to uh claim that one but i think i'm gonna claim that i have uh if it, it like infinite infinite dibs on everything that is angled <laughs> those are my those are my favorite kind of uh and then this one's infinite. the warrior so you've got the p-run mini the warrior, there you go, warrior mini camo um, and use the code HANK10, you get 10% off anytime Uh for stuff that's non-sale, this sale is going from 8 o'clock tonight till tomorrow, midnight so there you go, alright uh, and Brian Quick says it's pronounced Per-un Pear un, per- un. That's, that's what he's saying Per-un 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 per- un. Per- un. Odd name. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does it mean? Does it have a meaning?
1: Work it's just it a random.
0: It's just a random name on the flashlights. Anyway, they're cool. Uh, Olight, I think, makes good flashlights. You guys can get your hands on that. So, um, there we go. Let's see. What other stuff do we? Um, here's another thing in the news I wanted to throw up and talk to you guys about. Five teens, nine men charged in major Bucks County gun trafficking bust. So the group, including children as young as fourteen, purchased dozens of firearms before illegally reselling them on the streets. And this is this happened in Philly. So uh, Bucks County, PA, a major gun trafficking organization operating throughout the greater Philadelphia area was busted recently with 14 individuals now in custody. Authorities announced on Thursday the group, including nine men and five teens as young as 14, illegally purchased dozens of firearms before reselling them on the streets, the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office said. Um, All told, the group sold 44 firearms around Bucks, Montgomery and Philadelphia counties. Officials said the sales mainly took place over the summer. From July 3rd to August 27th, investigators allege such straw purchases are often made by individuals unable to legally purchase firearms, including convicted felons, domestic violence abusers, juveniles, and the mentally ill. It goes on and on. Um, so yeah, stuff, stuff like that, you know, still happening out hmm. there. Um, yeah. Got the kids involved. Uh, I hope they actually come down... Uh, one of the things I've noticed is when this stuff happens, uh, you know, they don't actually, like, really give these guys any kind of... any kind of time for this stuff, you know? Yeah. So, uh, let's see. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to some other stuff here. There was a Buffalo Firearms. Here's a, this is another one, interesting one. Uh, to me, at least. Buffalo Firearms Instructor Sentenced to Jail... For fraudulent, uh, for fraudulent gun safety courses. So a Buffalo, uh, this is in Albany, New York, yeah. a Buffalo firearms instructor accused of falsifying firearm training courses and skirting state training requirements was sentenced to four months in jail, uh, followed by three years of probation according to state attorney general's office on Wednesday uh, Dennis Brennan, 66, was sentenced this week to the, to the split sentence after pleading guilty in July to first degree offering a false instrument and first degree scheme to defraud both felonies. Uh, he defrauded New Yorkers by failing to provide proper security guard and peace officer uh, training. It says peace offer, but it should be officer training as required by law through the Peace Officer Training Academy in Buffalo. So this guy didn't have like his proper licenses and stuff like that and he was giving out the courses, so when you you know when you do this stuff, you need to make sure that people giving you these things are legit. You mm-hmm.
2: know what really bothered me about that?
0: Mm-hmm. Did you see those neutered AK
2: forty sevens for New York compliant? No. Oh, they they were in the pictures. They had the magazines that were fixed and only ten rounds. Oh yeah,
0: yeah 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 that sucks huh? horrible yeah. it takes so to yeah makes me yeah yeah yeah. Um, Here's another one I thought was funny that this is I'm just throwing up the other ones weren't funny This one I think is funny, so I'm just throwing up some uh, new stuff here Uh, Let's see if we can get this up on screen. Okay Uh, Where is it here we go? Oregon man shoots himself in groin after showing off gun in grocery checkout Lincoln City, Oregon uh, a man in uh, is in a Portland area hospital after police say he shot himself in the groin area with a handgun Sunday while in a grocery store checkout line. This kind of thing seems like it happens a lot. Seems like it happens a lot. Um, Officers were called out at about 7.30 on reports of a gunshot injury at McKay's Market in Highway 101, Lincoln City. They arrived to find 29-year-old Nichols Ellingford had a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his groin area and leg, he was taken to uh, Samaritan North Lincoln Hospital before being immediately flown uh, to Emanuel Hospital. An initial report state, Ellingford was waiting in a check line when he pulled a Glock 9 millimeter semi-automatic pistol from his waistband to show a friend. Wh- what? <laughs> Why are you doing that in the checkout oh. line? <laughs> uh, as he was putting the gun back in front of his uh, in the front of his pants near the zipper. He accidentally pulled the trigger, police say. Yeah, the bullet went through his groin area and out the lower thigh of his leg, narrow, yeah. narrowly missing his femoral artery.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why people carry that way at all.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if he had, like, an actual holster or whatever, but you don't, like, why would you be in the checkout at a grocery store showing your buddy your Glock? Like, what? what... What is wrong with you? <laughs> Armament in Axis says appendix carry for the win. <laughs> right.
2: For Led sure. Holt
0: says ouch.
2: I mean, this is like the Darwin Award. I mean, you think you would figure out how to carry it. Maybe he took it out because it wasn't carrying right or something. But still, he ends up shooting himself in the junk. I mean, it's what an idiot. I mean,
0: Yeah. Also, people need to stop showing off their guns. Well, yeah. Yeah. Stop showing off your yeah, guns, yeah. man. Don't do it. Don't do it yeah uh, yeah some, right. yeah pick some huh the whole point is to have it concealed right yeah exactly um and if you want to show stuff there's appropriate places to do that and appropriate ways to go about that but to show what you have that you're carrying on you to defend yourself um and yeah you know, just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense don't do it that's how you're just inviting something to happen um, and then doing it in a supermarket checkout line. Yeah yeah, no. there you go. So um, here this one should this one should cheer up Walter because um, you know you like to talk about one of these days we're gonna you know Walter has a saying like throw him away like a used trojan. Walter has this saying. You remember that, Walt? You're always saying, like, oh, they're going to treat him like a true... Like, they throw him away like a used Trojan. You always say that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the story. I'm going to bring... This one's for you, Walt. Police seize 345,000 used condoms that were cleaned and then sold as new. What? Alright. Yeah. I, I have the- a question. Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, really? I have a question. A question before, I have a question. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Do you want me to tell the story first? Go Go ahead. Tell it. Yeah, let's, no, get, a no yeah, let's okay. get a little bit of this. Yeah, let's get a little bit of this. Police in Vietnam have confiscated an estimated 345,000 used condoms, which had been cleaned and resold as new, state media reported. Footage broadcast by state-owned Vietnam television, VTV This Week, showed dozens of large bags containing the used contraceptives scattered across the floor of a warehouse in the southern province of Binh Dong. <laughs> okay, um, let, me, let me not let you that. In the that corner out. of Big Dong. Big Dong. <laughs> Stop. Okay, police said the bags weighed more than 360 kilograms, which is 794 pounds. A lot of condoms. Okay, uh, a lot of rubber, a yeah. lot of rubber, yeah. Equivalent to, like, I, I'll say it again 345,000 condoms, according to VTV. The owner of the warehouse said they had received a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. like one dude was just collecting. Oh, All right, so my uh,
3: question is can I ask questions now? Yeah, hold
0: on, let me just get this. Let me get this. A woman detained during the bus told police that the used prophylactics were first boiled in water, then dried, and reshaped on a wooden phallus <laughs> before being repackaged and resold. Uh, VTV said it was not clear how many of the recycled condoms had already been sold. The uh, detained woman said she had received 17 cents for every kilogram of recycled condoms she produced. Uh, what? Yeah, go ahead, Walt. I know you got questions. Where, where you get where you get
3: all that condom from?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. There must well, be some. And they
3: all look the same in the picture, there. Yeah, it must all be all some. So that's
0: everybody, got... that's your standard whorehouse condoms, right there.
3: I mean, brothels. <laughs> Who collect <laughs> <laughs> pleasure
0: palaces?
3: I, I, the little, the <laughs> I don't. How do you 57, collect? Fifty-seven. Is that oh, what is that, that is? is that,
0: what's that? That's Fifty-eight. Great.
2: Fifty-eight thousand dollars in condoms, used. Oh, money. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. When you put it like that. Seventeen cents a condom times three hundred and forty thousand.
0: That's a lot of. That's a no, lot. No, 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 no. That's not per condom. I thought it was per seventeen cents for every kilogram of recycled condoms. So how Is many that kilograms? Before they wash
3: them, or after they wash them.
0: I don't know, but that came up to that was more than three hundred. It says more than three hundred and sixty kilograms. Okay. Yeah. So she got seventeen cents per kilogram.
3: So, <laughs> and, yeah, you but, drop them in the recycle When you're done, you drop them in the recycling bin. Is that what
0: it is? I Ding think. Um. So your question, Walter. Your question was what? How did they get these? How How you collect all these? You I go on the street. Yeah. I'll
3: take the used condoms. I yeah. Used
0: condoms. Used. condoms. Um, <laughs> <Not so, so. laughs> let's say. dollars oh, No. Not worth it. No, that's not worth it. No.
2: For recycling, that's a that's a
0: messy job right there yeah yeah that is uh. it's really disgusting <laughs> there's lots of levels of disgusting going on there so what's um, worse
2: condom sales or uh importing uh or hijacking magazines in no the next i'll do program? the
0: magazine thing uh, if i had to choose <laughs> one of these magazines for the win magazines all day <laughs> magazines all day um len uh, night train said uh, what is it what did night train say hold on let me go back here uh uh, PIXAMITE says how the frig do they clean them who does that job uh, Len Holt said reuse recycle replace <laughs> <laughs> gorillas and guns says ew <laughs> new green deal <laughs> DCG says oh good god <laughs> uh, PIXAMITE <laughs> says OMG
3: <laughs> who, what why
0: imposter uh, says where's
3: Mike bro? when you need him
0: I'm telling you right that is a dirty job (laughs) if there ever was one yeah that's such a disgusting thing horrible yeah and they must there just must be like a big bin like all of those uh, pleasure palaces over there probably just have big bins like put your condoms here
2: yeah the the whole Uh, the condoms is the most interesting part it's not that they do it it's not that they sell the used condoms mm -hmm. it's that somebody turned them into them Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah. But again, yeah.
0: Somebody has to gather those things. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's nasty, baby. That's nasty. Yeah. It's completely disgusting. And then they're gonna boil it and then reshape it on a wooden phallus. <laughs> I bet yeah. that smells real good when you boil uh, up. A- yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But how? But okay. From my understanding of this, there's a little birds and bees uh, situation going on here right now. My understanding of this is there's special chemicals in those things, right? Aren't there? Um, well, yeah, some have spermicides and stuff. Yeah, in spermicides them, yeah. and stuff like that in there. So boiling it, all of that goes away. So those con- Now those are dangerous condoms getting floated around Vietnam. Well, don't go super. to Vietnam. If and if you go to Vietnam, definitely don't have sex. Don't, don't use a condom. None of that. Don't even go there. Okay? Because you're probably using a reused condom she <laughs> did not love you a long time. She loved you recycled long time. <laughs> oh boy,
1: yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. situation is just horrible. Man.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah.
3: Five dollar, five dollar for you use. Ten dollar for new. Yeah. What do your you choice. even
0: sell a What do you even sell a recycled condom for? I mean, I think they're probably just providing them in with
2: a service. <laughs> you would think Back to
0: the whorehouse. Mm-hmm. No stay away from vietnam Uh, i'm just telling you right now
2: yeah god bless america right we got a problem
0: yeah 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 um yeah that's Uh, crazy i thought you guys would enjoy that one a little bit every now and then we gotta throw (laughs) we gotta i'm keeping it clean
3: compared to my comments before the show (laughs) yeah
0: i know walter had some crazy (laughs) comments i was i try to get walter to get all that out of his system before we go before (laughs) (laughs) yeah before we actually uh do the show So let's see, do we want to go into some knives? Uh, (laughs) uh, Or let's go, let's do some more gun stuff. So this is on the truth about guns. Yeah, this is interesting. Army signs new contract with FN America for more M249 saw machine guns. Boom. Beautiful.
3: I thought the saw was on the way out.
0: It says the Army has been talking about replacing the venerable M249 squad automatic weapon more affectionately known as saw for years, but they've continually found it awfully hard to replace a firearm as durable, proven, effective, versatile as a five, five, six NATO M 249 a gun that's been in hard use since the Reagan administration. It seems the army yeah. just can't bring itself to uh, quit the saw. And they've just signed a new contract with FN to keep the light machine guns coming for at least another five years.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So interesting. Uh, so yeah, it's been around since '86. Wow.
2: Replaced the M60. They used to call that the pig, right? Um, um
3: no, the M2. The, the the 240 replaced the M60. Okay. The saw. There was no. Um, we didn't have a, a 223 belt-fed machine gun before the saw.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: what does the semi-auto version of this cost? Anyone know? I think
3: they like. Well, before the paint, I think before. Pre pandemic,
0: they're running around seven grand. Oh, okay. I think. You think uh, things like that are selling big time in the pandemic? Uh, <laughs> People are like going into the store. You know what? Nothing else in here? I'm taking that saw. <laughs> I'm getting that saw. I, got yeah. it. I mean, it's probably here's a good three. zombie gun. I
3: guess. Uh, yeah.
0: Here's three credit cards. I mean, put it all on all three of them. Break it yeah. up. It <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to have to break it up. Okay. What's that? That's my RPK. Okay. Yep. RPK. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Yeah, that has a a
2: bullet hole in the bipod. I can't show it to you right now, but that's a one-off a battlefield pickup.
0: Okay. Uh Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: cool.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. To go back to our previous story uh, about the condoms, Gen Champ Jr. says, "Who saw that coming?" And uh, and Night Train says, I would use a Michelin tire if I was in Vietnam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those saws are cool. I would like to have a saw one of these days. Those are cool. Would be fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Gorillas and Guns says, RPK sweetness. There you go. Very awesome. Um, Let's see. Are there any other... uh,
3: um, well on the truth about guns as you mentioned that I mentioned earlier about the um the parkland families the Florida Supreme Court rules against parkland families limits total damages of three hundred thousand the the parkland families were saying each person that was there should get two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and the Florida Supreme Court said that was one incident and there'll be a total of three hundred thousand total mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. so they wanted you know you know so, um, so they kind of got their uh,
1: and where's their, that uh, money
0: coming from? That's from the state, that's oh, coming from, from you, Hank. From the state, yeah, right. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it the def- state didn't this- just go ahead, go ahead. No,
3: no, no, I'm listening. No, I'm I just gonna make a little commentary. The sure. state didn't shoot anybody, so yeah, I don't know why the state is paying money. Yeah,
0: it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that happened, and for those people who lost their kids and all that, that's uh, tragic. And there's a lot of things that went wrong there, and a lot of people who I think are culpable in that. But look, I mean, the sheriff from that the sheriff from that place almost uh, got reelected. Yeah, almost did, but he did. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, (laughs) thankfully, he did not get reelected. But you know. I just think that, uh, yeah, there has to be limits on it, because everyone that lives here has to deal with that situation, and I think that really what people need to do is make sure this doesn't happen in the future, where people ignore things, you know, there were folks that try to report this kid, and have uh, people check up on him, FBI, all that kind of stuff. Ultimately, yeah. you know, the rest of us can't foot that bill, all those tragic things. There's not probably not a number that can replace your kids. I've got kids, uh, you, I think you guys, I know Walter has kids... What about you, yeah. Stock? You got kids out there?
2: No, I don't, but mm-hmm. the idea that everything costs a, a dollar and it has to come out of someone else's pocket is insane. I mean, the idea that you're paying for mass shootings when someone's broken, I mean, this, this. who, who knows why these people necessarily do it. I mean, there's, there's no reason to think that you're going to be able to assign a monetary value to any of this and mm-hmm. try to make sense out of any of
0: this. Mm-hmm. So... I don't
2: understand it really.
0: Yeah. If we're gonna do anything we should try to uh, you know, protect the kids better. You know? Well,
3: the lawyers are probably upset. I'm <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. It's listen, they it all, sucks. They always seem to profit. Yeah. So um, You know, it sucks and we need to not- hold people responsible and then politicians that don't really do anything. Look, there's a lot of uh, and you know, maybe this is not so bad in Florida. There are parts of Florida like this. And I think it did happen here. But there's politicians letting uh, criminals go. You know, they're Boy. letting these guys out of jail. You know, they're not following up on things. There's politicians around the country that are just, you know, letting stuff happen in this attempt but, to make everything worse, you know. And it turns into a problem for everybody else. Now, you
1: yeah. you
2: know, here in San Antonio area, right? I'm out in the country, but the guy with the... Uh, you know, driving the Uber car gets AK-47 pulled on him. He shoots the guy, and all of a sudden he's in trouble. And it's like, what? Well, you know, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing one thing, I mean, gaslighting seems to be happening constantly. Mm-hmm. You see, the thing, and then it it, it it turns into something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get, mm-hmm. it, it's insane what's going on right now as far as all that goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah,
2: cops, I... cops getting shot in Kentucky last night. I mean, mm-hmm. over over what? I mean,
0: because people aren't satisfied <laughs> you know they're not satisfied, things got investigated people took their time there were some charges that were filed I guess on one guy people weren't satisfied, That wasn't filed on everyone but there's lots of information out there now, These, this grand jury had information that yeah, we didn't I mean, have um,
3: and, 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 and like always, nine times out of ten um, there's a lot more information that everybody doesn't know about mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody makes these quick decisions on this, something that gets put out in the press, and you don't know the details.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch know of what different really things. Happened. Yeah, I think they had some evidence showing that she was complicit in what her ex boyfriend was doing.
3: Yeah, she you was know. a
0: gangster. Yeah. So, yeah. playing gangster. Um, you know,
3: so I, you know, I don't yeah. know the details, but that's just what I heard. And
0: yeah, listen, what? this is why we, the way our system is built up, is the mob doesn't get to figure out what justice should be. That's called a lynching. Well, remember that. That's called a Remember lynching. The, I'm assuming people yeah. don't like lynchings. So the mob yeah. doesn't get to figure that out. The way our justice system works is the prosecutors go look at this to see if there's a case, and then they present that case to a grand jury. Grand jury looks at evidence that we don't see, and they right. and they make up their mind on what to do, and that's how it goes. And I
3: guarantee you there's some
0: black folk in that grand jury, too. Probably, yeah. But ultimately, and, you— go ahead.
3: And guess what? Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't turn out the way they wanted it to. See, you're yeah. never going to make these people happy, ever. Yeah. Never. No matter what yeah. you do. Yeah. It's not it, about making them. They're not going to be happy.
2: It's interesting because you have the whole entire, you know, the black-white point or whatever. But you know, I, I'm a teacher for the last 14 years at a school for kids that are extremely violent and, and ill-tempered, and they're there for being violent, right? And mm-hmm. I tell them, the day you turn 18, no one cares about your problems, and <laughs> you're going to be out mm-hmm. in the real. world. All the lax attitude people gave you that they gave you the break, they gave you the break, they gave you the break, they gave you the break. break. It's going to get you nowhere but jail. Mm -hmm. There's no you have to be able to sit back and be accountable for who you hang out with. I got lucky over the years. I've lived a really crazy life and I've been able to get past it and not have the issues that some people may have. And a lot of that is luck. Right. But a lot Mm -hmm. of that also is walking away from people that are horrible people. You have to be able to look at people and say, "I can't be around you." There's there's a there's a choice about being kind, and if you know people aren't being kind, you have to stop hanging out with them, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's you have to be nice in general. People are just forgetting the old school manners. You you don't there's no burning someone's taking someone's stuff. I don't understand any of it, mm-hmm. and it puts the whole country in a really weird spot. Where I'm really glad I'm out in the country, 40 minutes from San Antonio. I don't have to ever go there. But you know, I'm thinking about what if I'm in dinner and someone comes up and starts yelling black lives matter to me, you know what I mean? I'm not I don't want to deal with none of that.
0: No, you shouldn't but- have to, but do what you need to do to uh, to defend yourself, man. And then and then the rest of that will get handled later. I I saw so I know there was a guy, remember there was a guy that was a bar owner and he I guess he was a Trump supporter and there was this um, th- there was an altercation that went down where these guys really tried to beat this guy. Um, or, or kill him or something like that. And he fired warning shots at one of the guys, and someone else went after him and wound up killing that guy. And then they initially um, let it, they, were no, they didn't press charges because he was clearly defending himself. And then, they, then this pressure made them press charges against him. And I think he was looking at like 90-something years, and then that, that guy committed suicide. You know, and I think that's unfortunate. I wish he was able to, like, hold on and not do that and fight it. But um, and I know that if you've got to defend yourself, you do it, and then people are going to be mad and whatever you go out there you defend yourself um, right. because ultimately you have the right to defend yourself in America yeah, you know, and, and you can't you I, I, it's 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 unfortunate and sad that that guy was under so much pressure that he did that to himself when if you look at the video of what happened to him, he was clearly um defending himself in the right, yeah. So there's lots of this going on, but that's not how justice works, people. If you really want to start – if you want to go back to lynchings, you're probably not ready for that. I would just say you're um, not remember ready for that
3: that. that. that cycle can go in another direction too, my friend. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that
0: yeah. cycle can yeah, go if, really bad. If justice bad, becomes who has the most force, there's not going to be justice. You lose. Yeah. So sometimes we're not happy with what comes out of it, and I get how people feel for the people immediately affected, directly affected by that, immediate family members, but let's realize here that they gave the Bre- the Breonna Taylor family, what was it, 12, 13 million dollars? Oh, 12 million. Yeah, that all happened before this whole thing went down. So, not, and like I said, there's not a number that you could put on this, but uh, reality is reality. This is reality, you know, hitting the pavement here. And if people don't like it and they want vigilante justice, which means whatever they think is justice, once you open that up, that's just not going to be fun. Yeah, remember, it can go back the other way. Yeah. It can go back really hard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> just going to come real hard. On a point where your average person that's, you know, like not prepared, but sort of been ready for this or sort of saw the writing on the wall years ago, when, you know, when, <laughs> you don't want to be pushed to a point where you're not being nice. I mean, this whole thing has to, everyone needs to backtrack a little bit and look at their neighbor and understand they probably got way more in common than not. And I'm talking about politics. I mean, you probably have more in common than you think with your average Democrat or whatever lefty than you think. And if you started talking about what your kids were doing and where you were going to dinner and who you maybe went to church with or what kind of car we're driving, I mean, me and Hank could probably talk about you know, watches and Hemis and Dodges all day long, and mm-hmm. have two different opposite sides, and it doesn't mean anybody's wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm a, I'm an ass because I like something you don't like. Me and my wife have totally different views about a lot of stuff, and we get along famously. It doesn't mean not arguing a lot too. Mm-hmm. We're two wrong people. Mm-hmm. I mean, not giving up. She's not giving up. We're, we met when we we're older. There's no reason that the average person should not get along with each other. You have to get back to the bases.
0: Yeah, when you lose your civility, (laughs) that's how that happens. You know, when you you throw out your civility, but when you do that, like what we're seeing where they're trying to force people to to chant along with them or do whatever. uh, Yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't give a crap. You can't force me to go along with anything. And I'm no. not going to do it if you don't like it. And you wanna, these people,
3: you know, the chanters are all, and all these people that follow this stuff are all weak-minded souls because and, and because they're so easily in. They're getting. They're like. They're like. They're like puppets, and they're getting. They're getting puppeted by. They're getting controlled by people that are just doing this for chaos. That's yeah. all it's about chaos. Yeah. So if
0: there's a problem, yeah. let's fix it. If there's really a problem. But if someone is in the wrong, if something initially looks really bad that happened which i think in that case hey it looked bad but if when they actually slow down and look at all the evidence and everything Mm -hmm. that happened and they're like hey this is not a bad thing you got to deal with that you got to deal with that and the way to deal with that is not to keep burning stuff down you know
3: there's no there's no free stuff from Target in that it doesn't
0: it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't uh it doesn't fix things right it's just like it's it's just like the juicy Smollier thing right this guy straight up just fabricated a story wow. that could have kicked off one of these things. If it happened right now, we would have people uh, burning stuff down around it. It's clearly clearly that he fabricated it and did something wrong. There's still people that support him. And Her- look at the
3: and the, look at the district attorney and the other people that, that are covering for him. Yeah. Putting putting their uh their uh reputations uh, and- what do you call reputation online to cover for this guy
0: so you know what that tells me
3: there's a little bit of this going around somewhere somebody is
0: or they don't care being... they want to push things they want to push a certain narrative they want to push uh, the country and people in a certain direction like if you look at if you look at uh, Chicago the mayor there she wants she wants her home and her people completely secured uh-uh. you know She's so the f- show. Yeah. yeah so um, Bless her. all right
2: <laughs> it's weird it's weird too because you can have a guy like me and my uh, like I have a podcast right it's called The Stomp Strong Show mm-hmm. we're in for like 17 episodes now and my mm-hmm. co-host is bald right mm-hmm. and uh, his name is Saad Aziz and he's a black belt uh, jiu jitsu instructor and I became really good friends with him in town and I take classes with him and stuff cool he's a 32 year navy guy but he's bald right and I'm bald and last couple episodes ago we got accused of being skinheads you know what I mean and I'm looking at him I'm like Oh. I don't even know what's going on here, man. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm 47 years old. I haven't had hair on top of my head since I'm about 37. Yeah, do
0: people, I, do, 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 do people actually even know you, like who you are, before they start making those accusations? Todd's son is
2: African-American. My wife is African-American. I mean, mm. I, 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 I'm a school teacher. I love everybody. I, mm-hmm. I, I portray this because I had some really crazy stuff happen to me as a kid, and I don't want no one to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. That's my. Mm-hmm. But that that that's that's that doesn't mean I'm racist just because I have a bald head. Well, I because mean, they is,
0: don't like what you look like. You look like is, something they want to say, this is the prototype for this. You don't know.
2: <laughs> and I may hey, look whatever,
0: well, yeah. but it
2: doesn't mean I've been a school teacher for 15 years and a bouncer for 12 years before that yeah. with no charges.
0: Look, th- listen, the biggest racists are the Democrats, the liberals who are out there trying to tell black people to just give it all up to them and let them <laughs> control their lives. People like Joe Biden that says if you don't vote for him, then you're not black. Those kinds of people, That's that thought that he had is not a mistake. That's what a lot of, of liberals, a lot of white liberals think out there. And they want to control you. They think they know what's best for you, that they could do this and they could have this stuff, but you can't have it. Those are the people afraid of you, and and they're and they're disguised, and you think they're on your side, and you think other people are your enemy. We, no one has to like anyone else. Okay, we just need to be, we just need to have access. Or we, we're not all the same, but we need to have access to the same, the same rights, the same protections under the law. And when bad things happen, truly, we, and we figure that out, we need to deal with it. When bad, when a bad thing did not truly happen, then we just need to deal with it. We need to accept it. Yeah, we need to deal with it. You got to come down to
2: you got to look at somebody for what they're actually giving you. And if yeah. and if you're not in a conversation with them about their life, you don't know nothing about them. You're assuming things. You're not getting yeah. to know people. People need to stop assuming the other side is bad and get mm-hmm. to know get to know each other on a common ground. And then maybe you can work mm-hmm. it out. There's yeah. ways to there's ways to think differently. And accept both ideas. I'm not saying I have any answers, but I'm, what I'm saying is if everybody, if the other side is always wrong, there's going to be nothing but a fight. Yeah. There's no, no reason to be mean to somebody because they think differently than me. I just have to vote accordingly. It yeah. doesn't mean I like who I'm voting for. I don't like Trump at all, personally. I would never have him at my house for dinner or anything. But I'm voting for him this time for sure because I love guns. I mean, mm-hmm. I really, really love guns. I'm a one-issue guy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me. It's, it's. I see the other side circumventing the rules and wanting to take everything away and make the restrictions. And I go, no. That's why would not you? Fine.
0: Why would you even vote for Biden? Like there, there, there's, there's no reason. <laughs> there's no, there's no, reason. no upside.
3: Why would? Yeah. <laughs> a, why would a? Why would a halfway intelligent?
2: Uh, anybody vote for him? He, he's just like a. He's. Well, it. it it's a con game. They think that they're actually doing the right thing. I think. I yeah. mean, at least well, they fight it like they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go uh, ahead, Walter. Okay. I know you want to get something in no, here. We probably I'm, should be uh, wrapping I mean, up, but I'll let you get this in. I'll,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: I think a lot of people would support him just because they don't like Trump. Bottom but, line. Yeah, probably. You know, and and that and that's. Let's, plus, let's hope that's most the way of the people and, in
0: America aren't that stupid. <laughs> oh
3: well, fifty yeah. percent of them
0: are. Yeah. <laughs> because what these guys are planning on doing to you, it's going to be all on I you that they – that they. I, uh, go ahead.
3: I, I, I can't have conversations with people that are so sometimes so just out in some other planet. They're not even in the same yeah. uh, dimension that I, that you know I live in. You know what's crazy to They're me? Out.
0: I can't believe that since Janu- – like I know this didn't kick off really in January in terms of – now this whole like, COVID thing did. But in terms of uh, forcing everyone to wear masks and all that stuff has been, started around January but really got crazy in March, March, right? Okay, most of this year, people have been forced into that stuff. People are getting arrested for not wearing masks. All this kind of stuff is going on. In America, 350 to 370 million people. We've had 200,000 deaths. That's terrible, we lost 200,000 people. We would have probably lost close to that Anyway, anyway. Uh, if they have, because right. if they have flu and all these other existing conditions, we would have lost them anyway, so we're doing pretty well, but we're, but we're under these restrictions from these people, draconian restrictions that they have no plan to end, and and there's actually people in America who are thinking about supporting Democrats? yeah you know I mean, you're I, actually I gonna that means and then you're and then you want to say someone wants to bring back slavery and all this kind what <laughs> this is slavery like i see the i see the um the obama thing where he says don't let them take away your power they're fucking taking away your power the obamas and the it, bidens and the clintons and all these other bastards pelosi schumer they're taking away your power the only
3: time you hear anything about black people in America is at election time.
1: Yeah.
3: The rest of the time, you're you're another Trojan that you know some Vietnamese dude is going to pick up and recycle,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, because they don't give a shit. No, they,
1: <laughs> they don't just truly. Want you when they, they don't truly. When it's
3: time to get the vote, that's all they want to hear is the vote time, and after that, back to business. You know? Yeah. So,